0: Welcome to Ship Chasing, the preeminent show that covers all things high-stakes fantasy football. I'm Peter Overzet, your host, here with my co-host who's here every single week, Hassan Rahim. How are we doing, Hassan?
1: Pete, you know, we're doing fantastic here. You know, like we've been we've been pretty blessed to 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 where we are, and you know, we're having a good season and we're having fun. I see a lot of complaints and a lot of people complaining, but you know, to guys like us, ah. Well, you know, I think something people forget is you helped
0: build this show, brick by brick, waiver pick by waiver pick. And uh, you know, look where we are now, Hassan. People, you know, getting rid of their Wednesday night plans uh, just to come watch us do this show.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's humbling, right? Especially especially when they have a come uh, they, they come and have a chance to see me interview you about how to do this. Would you, you know? like
0: to introduce our special guest tonight?
1: Yeah, do we have any? Um we do, we I have believe... two. Oh yeah, we do. Um yeah, so I guess I guess maybe the other uh well we've got two fifths of the uh, of the Pentagon who are missing. So I guess maybe Ben Gretsch and uh, Pat Crane.
0: Oh, welcome, welcome. Wow. Nice intro there.
1: Nice. Cool. What wow. is happening?
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh Hassan shows up on time and uh, other people don't. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> 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 How are we doing, fellas?
2: Good. Doing good. good. Headphones aren't working, I, so I'm going on mute. I was late because I was sitting in the waiting room while I was uh, listening to Pat's uh, KJ Osborne slander that uh, Leonie had shared in our little chat, which... I was I was laughing
0: because I just saw the back-to-back tweets. One was Daigle pumping K.J. Osborne as a dad, <laughs> and then the next was Pat funding it. I was like, NBC Sports Edge, who am I supposed to believe here?
2: That's actually really funny. It says, K.J. Osborne's a high-stakes ad that could pay dividends. <laughs> 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 the very next tweet. Pat Grant explains he won't come close to matching out of production. That's Pat, are you
0: fantastic. having technical difficulties?
2: I am. Um, I'm going to back out and come back in all right
0: it's all right this is why we we normally send our guests kind of a little technical show sheet on how to do StreamYard and stuff but hassan did you forget to send that over to uh
1: yeah that's yeah that's definitely my fault um i i i definitely forgot to send that that's like and i i apologize i know it's his first time on the show and everything i should have made it easier on him
0: (laughs) it's okay it's okay why don't you uh set the table though let the people know how we're doing because we uh, Penta manage uh, a couple squads that are looking pretty spicy right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we we uh, so first let's start with the KFFC K- 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 uh, team. If you guys remember, that was just the craziest draft. I can pull up the draft board if anyone's interested to to walk down memory lane with us. Please do
0: um, screen share it in the hopper.
2: I was uh, I was just muted and trying to make a joke, but I was. Gonna I say have
1: it. no idea how to screen share. I apologize. Uh, this is. Um, I
2: thought I have it you've it been. P- thought Penta managed is definitely an overstatement because we have basically left it to Hassan, who's done a fantastic job, obviously, because <laughs> we're in the playoffs.
1: What are you talking <laughs> about? Manage. Oh my God! There we go. Well, hmm. you—I
2: mean, we've we've definitely chatted all year, but you've yeah. done a, a great job standing top of the waivers and things like that.
1: No, I again. So, like, it, like, like, I like, I'll be honest. Like, this really is like a true five-man effort because. You need input, and you need people to talk you into and out of what the fuck you're going to be doing on uh, on waivers. And I'll I'll just pull up an email exchange that we had way back at the start of the season that that really set <laughs> set, the, set the tone.
0: Is this where Blair spent all of our money on Ramondre Stevenson?
1: I would pull that one up too, but this is this is one the best, so the best email back. conversation
0: I
2: think in the history of email. That so, is aged pretty nicely. <laughs> Did yeah. we go back in and raise it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were like, guys, this is pretty. This is pretty wild. And Sancos <laughs> goes out to talk to Blair, and then Blair was like, "Yeah, you guys are right. Let's jack it up."
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So 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 for those of you guys who w- want to see, think this is it. This is the drunkest draft you're ever gonna see. Um, and and just some 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 notes here. So, Joe Mixon, no, this is the third round reversal, so keep in mind that's Joe Mixon at the 303. Um, and you know, here's our first running back, Javante Williams, uh, who did who did pretty okay. And then you can just, you know, I mean, just revel in this, right? This uh, was
0: this was a bit of a friends and family draft, right? I know yeah. Willis was in this draft, was was Gormanji and Gormanji,
1: Caldwell? yep, Gormanji also, uh, uh. Did well in the, he, I believe he was the regular season top point scorer.
0: I also just want to let you guys know, and I don't know if you guys have been following the uh, the TOC, the owner's club, which is like the NFT DFS stuff.
1: Gourmandji
0: shipped week 13 and won a seat to the Miami wow. live final. Nice, uh, so Gourmandji continues to just absolutely crush.
1: That's massive. Um, I'm sorry, I to keep... set
2: my lineup again. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> but... <laughs> I bought some NFTs and don't set my lineups for that. <laughs> We gotta uh, get you set up.
1: So uh, I mean, I mean, again, this was like really we, we got help here, right? Like we got Josh Norris who talked us here into Damian Harris. He <laughs> talked us into Kadarius Toney, who we uh uh wavered away. Um, you know, uh we got yeah, DJ Chark got hurt, we got Henry Ruggs, uh KJ Hamler got hurt, uh Michael Pittman uh emerged, we lost God. despite getting Gus Edwards here, it didn't matter because Gus Edwards <laughs> is out for the season. Um, and that's just our team Elijah Mitchell actually got drafted in this one Blair who are the guys we want to take because this is the draft right
2: that we you and I kept getting three to two outvoted and then on the next draft when you when you're like we're gonna do another draft and hopefully me and Ben can get some of the guys we wanted I know I wish I could remember uh... I can't remember either probably better picks all the bad ones were the ones you guys wanted and then the good ones we didn't take were the ones that we were thinking well we didn't let you have any picks so that can't be true
1: (laughs) he he got us on a michael Pittman, but uh but but just to wrap this up real quick we uh we shipped this against um shelly uh we had it was he was up by 0.5 points going into sunday night football we had javante going up against jerry judy and, uh, you know, we were, we were fortunate to ship the league. So now we're in the main event bracket for KFFC, um, as well. And, uh, in FFBC. wait, so we are, that
2: was the championship. Mm-hmm. What's there's a really... week in the,
1: no, so playoffs, the no, they're not Playoffs start. Now Week week 14 waivers are completely closed for KFFC.
0: How's our, how's our team looking for the playoffs that
1: <laughs> we, oh. did we get our house in order? <laughs> We we did a good job. Who's, I on, hope. Our team? <laughs> Who's on our team? Um, I thought we right, beat so... uh,
2: Shelly in the semis. That's even better. Do some more screen shares. uh just for the the audience. Um, I'm very aware. <laughs> but... Yeah, just for the audience. <laughs>
0: by show, but tonight we wanted to show the chat our team, and by show the chat, I mean show us as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: pizza, pizza. <laughs> show the private chat. <laughs>
1: yeah. So here's here's what we got. We got Joe Burrow, CPAT, uh, Javante, Jamar Chase, Amari Cooper, uh, Pittman on a buy, Justin, Jeff- uh, Justin Jefferson, Bits, uh, Indy, DSD, suck up. And then here's our bench. We got yeah, oh, should right, actually, Jake Fromm. yeah baby,
2: yeah, that works for us.
0: Yeah, we
1: hey. uh, we were ahead of the, the curve on this one.
0: So so our roster now is locked for the final. Locked. Stretch?
1: Yep, totally locked.
0: Okay. But you got us two defenses. You got us two kickers. Our our yeah. house seems in order.
2: Yeah, yeah. That oh, seems very in order. We only have the one tight end. Hopefully, Kyle Shits doesn't shit.
1: Um. Yeah. That's that's uh, you, that's been the worry. Trust me. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, was it? Because here we are. Does,
0: I mean, my kind of thesis is Russell Gage is emerging as a superstar. That that's going to pull attention yeah. off
2: of Kyle Pitts now. <laughs> it would be. It would be like such irony if we didn't win the KFFFC main event because of Kyle Shits, who, who was put his stamp on in like May it's, and it's, then we just uh, ride with only him
1: it's uh I think I think really uh what, what worries me the most here about like Shits is also the first name Kyle <laughs> I was thinking about this right like it's probably the what, third worst name <laughs> go on so it's probably like the third worst name right like Connor's probably the worst one and Connor. then, like, Connor. yeah, Connor, what do you probably. have against Connors? I don't know, Connor Alex, is just, uh, a great dude. It, con- con- he's the exception Conner's to the rule, a pretty solid name. All right, it, he's What's the exception. The second to
2: the
0: worst rule. name, Connor's a pretty shitty name. I'll give him <laughs> <It's,
1: it's, laughs> the, the second shitty name is probably Kevin. So, like, this is probably like, like that's like, my dad's name. Well, sorry to your dad. <laughs> I like these takes, keep going. And then, this is, a, and this is so the third one's like, I guess. What do you have against the K sound? It's
2: it's yeah, you don't like having Kyle. You're just yeah, and
1: and then I guess I guess like three B is like Brian, but like that's not (laughs) too bad. But like but like Kyle is like that's a pretty tough name for an NFL star. You know what I mean? Superstar, like, 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 like just going back to like the old scouting takes of like what your face is and what your name is. Like, I think it's, <laughs> that's an it's old tough. Scouting
0: man. take of what your face yeah, you is. Sure
1: that was your is?
2: Your <laughs> oh, actually there, a good, yes. a good face is the a good thing. face is, yeah. is a thing. Yeah, and so probably, yeah. classically did not just, have a good face.
0: How else did Zach Wilson get drafted top five? If
2: not for that face, it, it is. It's,
1: it's the face, I man.
2: I don't know. So,
1: some people some it's people not attractiveness just
2: like it's like having kind of the aura of a star is what the good face is. All
1: right, okay, yeah. I'm going to pull up
2: a photo yeah,
0: of Zach Wilson. You're going to tell me this guy doesn't have the aura of a star?
2: I like this Skylar sucks take. Like that's really random. You must know somebody named Skylar and also yeah, that name does suck. I think tell me that's not meant.
0: the the charisma of a star. <laughs> no, it's He's all... all scrunchy. <laughs> that's,
2: not, that's not the good face. This is a future He looks like he's Joe in a Davis. Disney remake no. of uh,
1: of, you know, Pull Something up the cool one of him idea. getting drafted where he's on the phone with the die and everything where he looks like, yeah, I'm boasting here.
0: Yeah, I don't, know. I don't like the Zach Wilson uh, aesthetic fud from Pat right now. I mean, let's give the guy one thing.
2: <sighs> hey, I mean, obviously the good face, it, like, leads to good results. So clearly he doesn't have a good face because he's <laughs> been absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, hang
3: on,
2: but- is that, that is wait, wait, time out? Is that why the Jets took him? Did they take the Sam Darnold bust uh face issue seriously? That's better, and but <laughs> over correct to uh the, the cutest looking QB they can find this time around.
1: Look at this, like Dan.
2: He looks like he's going on the bachelorette.
1: Look yeah. at that, Dan. Right? Like, he
2: does, he
0: does, he does look like this is he just got out of the limo to go meet the out bachelorette, out of the <laughs> but that's not a bad thing.
2: Oh man. What's his backstory? <laughs> he's a fit he's, he's a fitness, for his uh... next career. <laughs> Again, I don't think you're looking for the same Come on. qualities that scouts are. That's all too uh, CrossFit he...
1: Crossfit enthusiast and Mormon. What else do you need? Yeah.
0: He he's walking up to the bachelorette. He has uh he has a goldfish in a fish bowl, and he's walking up to her and he's saying, Of all the fish in the sea, you're gonna
2: pick me. And he sets the bowl down. He goes on yeah. to win it. I mean yeah, he's so yeah, I don't know that he wins it. I think he gets final three, but then he ends up he's gunning for the back. She bachelor, meets
0: his obviously. mom. She meets his mom and is oh, like, Oh, you're no. right. <laughs> it's not gonna work. And he gets yeah, yeah that's on dates right. go real bad.
2: That was a great season.
0: <coughs> it was, it was. Um, Hassan, we get the show back on track. I thought you were hosting. You want to introduce yeah. Blair?
1: Yeah. Blair, uh one of the geniuses behind behind our um Ramondra here. Blair, well, uh, have you had a chance to set waivers yet? All right, so this is, we're going we're gonna to be doing this live because we haven't set waivers yet, but we need to get a house. What in are order. waivers? There you go. What are waivers uh, again? We have $55 left and uh, we got to spend them real quick.
2: Well, I mean, can we, can we like spend more, a little bit more on Ramantre? <laughs> 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 trying, trying. You can we play, drop him and pick him back up? Can we like go back and put a little more on him? Did we yes. get him. We got him right by loss, <laughs> if I recall. Wasn't the next bid like some order of magnitude less than our bid?
1: Let me let me pull up that email because it is. I, still I don't probably... know that
2: he was bid on by anyone else, so he spent like five hundred dollars on <laughs> it. Oh <my> God. <laughs> it was insane. Blair, it was truly insane.
0: Blair, how how has your season been going? How have you how have you been doing, man?
2: Oh, my season's been. Well, you know, I spent five hundred dollars on Ramondre Stevenson. So <laughs> that's how that's how my season's going. Kyle, Kyle uh Dvorak has the he saw the season that you guys watched as well. Oh,
0: the Zach Wilson season of the Bachelorette. Yeah. That's right. He a hundred percent accuses the bachelorette of knowing one of the guys before the show, but he does it behind her back and then denies it to her
2: face. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That was classic, yeah. It was a good that one. Was, yeah.
0: Um, Blair, did you did you co-manage uh a team with Sean again this year, a main event team?
2: I did, and we drafted Christian McCaffrey with the first overall pick.
0: I remember that team because I was like, this is a juggernaut. You gave the 0RB boys Christian McCaffrey. It was like GG, uh, but then uh, I assume it went downhill.
1: Yeah, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, uh Well, for here, here's a Ramondre bid uh, history. <laughs> I wonder if your Ramondre bid is ludicrous enough. <laughs> Would you think of going to like 550? Uh, I pulled it back from 689 so I can push it up. <laughs> I have to 587. Maybe we slightly overbid.
3: I don't care. What the, the next highest <laughs> bid is a dollar.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Our is league, Hassan's emails, our league is asleep at the wheel. Let's win this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That turned out to be that right. And there's, we a dr- there's a drunk
0: guy at the wheel saying the rest of the league is asleep at <laughs> <in> the wheel.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I, I, I <laughs> Do you have other emails from? Is there another thread? Because I feel like we sent you an email ahead of time, being like we might want to lower this bid.
1: Yeah. So there's like a whole like uh so what it actually kind of came out a little late so so ben sent this out here can't see bids throwing this out there blah 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 car (laughs) please got beat up love it feel free to cancel those one dollar bids i put in a ludicrous bid for ramondre because that was when we came out like the idea that james might might be done for the season yeah yeah and um and so just sort of feel if just sort of go in and we were kind of discussing like one dollar bids and so on and so forth and then it kind of I think you guys were probably recording a closer recording when it came out that uh that um James White was actually done. So we went back in and readjusted our bid way up. Okay. And and that's where and that's where we 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 got what we did, but it just it just in hindsight, it just at the time was just like, oh God, we're on a complete island here, but who cares? Like let's win. But
2: um We won. You were right, they were asleep at the wheel. I mean, where are we at? Where we? We're the, in the finals.
1: Uh,
2: okay,
0: cool. Never in <laughs> doubt, Ben. Never in doubt. Um.
1: So we we actually were fortunate because like we we uh were so the FBC the FFBG uh, the FBC league was one where we tried to go really heavy for Elijah Mitchell week one and we didn't win him, but I had like a couple of contingency bids for CPAT and both. Uh, that we were kind of fortunate to get him for like 25 bucks or whatever like at the start and he's really been the guy so here's our team if any, if anybody wants me to share
2: I uh, I found the thread too Pat your reply was we definitely overpaid but honestly it only takes one guy to be paying attention to lose him so fuck it
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that one guy would have to be Blair multi accounting and yeah. also in the league <laughs> I, I mean, let's let's spot. just say it. Ramadre looks fucking awesome every time he. Comes yeah, up. man. Yeah, uh, he man, looks great.
2: That awesome. <laughs> was not going to be the low guy. He was like, he comes back. He's like, I'm glad we did it. I, I would have went higher.
1: <laughs> so, so it's just it's just a bummer that we we don't have him this week because like we'd be playing him over Zeke, right? Like, like Wait, easily. Why don't we have him. Oh, he's on a bye. Week fourteen bye. He's
2: bye. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Zeke's been on a bye since like week seven.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have I have Gallup slotted in there and that's the issue is because we've got Debo down here and he is uh probably not gonna play he's been carrying us and anyway, but uh, if anyone's interested I can share the draft board if you'd like but um long story short we lucked out last week winning a real snooze fest of a game and we're in the finals playing against a team that we have uh, beaten once before but it's a battle of ide- ideology here if anyone's interested okay. yeah on the one. On the left, we've got like um, on the on the right, you've got us, your 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 hometown heroes, you know, modified zero RB. Well, I guess it's zero RB with Zeke. On the left, you've got your typical FFBC grinder. Uh, more running backs on his roster than he can play. Um, like every like like I mean, look at this: Dante Fordman, Chuba Hubbard, rostered only three wide receivers as he heads into the playoffs. That's like, like, that's a like that's a miracle. Van Jefferson, Chris Godwin, and Devonta oh, Smith are his damn. three. Yeah, this is like I mean, we have to win
2: this. And Jefferson get one put point. us in the ground. No way. I need him to get one point. Bad.
1: Um, yeah. Right. And he's got. He's you know. He's got three tight ends. Is you know Tyler Conklin, Logan Thomas, and Rob Ginkowski. um, Three defenses, right? So Tampa Bay, Buffalo, and Arizona. Look, got like, play matchups. Gotta three, play matchups. Th- three quarterbacks and like five hundred running backs, like. James Conner, Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, A.J. Dillon can't even play Chubo or Dante Foreman. So what's it matter?
2: Literally only has three receivers. Hassan, can you imagine? Have, you,
0: have you started thinking about uh, the Boomer <clears throat> Opto for the FFPC Playoff Challenge?
1: Just just uh, updating the algos right now. Just uh, just waiting to to see who gets in and then we can uh, hit optimize and see what comes out.
0: What kind of market research are you doing these days for the Boomer Opto?
1: Um, I'm trying <laughs> Head MMS, Sizzler, Ponderosa, like going to all the early bird specials, Bob Evans, Boston Markets.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think, do you think we're going to see four running backs in the Boomer Opto this year?
1: Oh God, I, I think so. This, 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 this might be the year. I think, I think Fat Lenny is going to be like Broly, Sponny oh, fa- Fat Lenny,
2: actually, oh fa- Hang on. Lenny the or... Boomer Opto people
0: love Gronk and Brady. Yeah, Gronk. Though. This is Gronk, Gronk, yeah. yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough one.
1: It's not yeah, gonna
2: be, it's gotta be Gronk, Gronk it, or, but mean, D- also, D- or Brady. Brady, Brady man, yeah. They love. I don't Brady. know. I don't think it's Brady. I don't think it's Brady. I mean, he was the QB last year, so like a lot of people are gonna play him just based on that, right? But it was man- partly because he got a he had a decent shot of making the Super Bowl, and he didn't have a buy, so there was like Which some he reason we'll have this year. Well, not for sure, but right now he's not in buy position.
0: The meme, but, the meme yeah. in my head is the classic meme of the guy looking over his shoulder at the new girl, except it's the boomer opto. And he's looking over his shoulder at four different things. It's like Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, Rob Grant, Kelsey, the Tampa Bay bucks are the boomer opto rolled into one. Those guys love every fucking one of those
3: players.
2: (laughs) My guess right now would, it would be Fournette because you're looking at teams that like, you're not going to be excited to play the Cardinals running back. You're not going to be, we might not know what to do with the, you know, that the 49ers are in. Are they uh the Packers aren't gonna be that fun to play? The Bills are. Oh my aren't god, be is Zeke to gonna be in the optimal?
1: Oh, no chance, dude. He's <laughs> no. just he is... he's gonna be like um, like are they gonna
0: I feel like they probably got converted to lamb, which sucks for us.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh so Damian Harris is gonna be so wait, the boomerang. Yeah, Harris is a boomerang. That's a yeah. lock, Ben. Damien a a Harris lock. is lock. Lock. like lock. Evans or Godwin are gonna be the play for the Bucks for us, right? For us, yeah. yeah, Probably, yeah. yeah. But I, I could we, honestly see some Gronk, potentially. I don't know.
0: Dude, Ramadre, there's going to be some Ramadre in our future. I can tell you that oh, from right oh, now. Oh, God, yes. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> we are going to be heavy on Ramadre.
2: But I actually wonder if New England D ends up getting pretty chalky. Because people aren't going to... It's either like Harris or New mm-hmm. England D, you know?
0: It's, it's crazy, too. Like, you look at the super bowl futures right now for the patriots and they are right up there at the top and then you go look in any market like i was looking at the toc stuff because they're having a playoff contest and they're trading at like a fourth of the price of all the other teams in the playoffs like so it they will be a really interesting one and no one's going to want to play to your point qb and wide receiver from them. So it's right, going to be yeah. all running back and defense. Maybe someone Galbrain's a tight end. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Maybe but if, if they get, if that futures market stuff holds up by the time we get to the playoffs, people won't play the D because they don't, they'll be afraid to just have their defense, you know, two, three rounds in.
0: That's why Harris, I I'm calling it right now. 75% projected on. I,
2: I like it, man. I think it's a great call. So the Bengals are all, I'm looking at teams that are in the Bengals are also in. I hope they make it. Cause that'll be a mix in, 60%, and we'll get to play whoever we oh, want in the yeah. passing game.
0: Yeah. Mm. Uh, Evan, uh, Pat will be sharing his spreadsheet on our stream uh, <laughs> when we have FFPC playoff week. So yes, that will. answer will be revealed, I promise you. He's going to be recording live from a speakeasy uh, in Brooklyn. I can't wait. I
2: can't
1: wait. <laughs> so, the, so, so, the one thing I wanted to get your guys' take on is a, a little bit is so, like, we're really relying on, on Jamar Chase to Joe Baro, actually, Pete, if you if you want to go back to our uh, matchup, I wanted to show how. You, oh, you, will you share um, that again? Yeah, absolutely. So, because because the DFS bro, the DFS bros are gonna love this because of how heavily correlated this this matchup is. Um, not like for us and for him. We <laughs> uh, this is
2: notoriously a DFS show, so it is. Yeah, <laughs> we're we, we're out here. We,
1: are, we, we, it,
0: we alienated the boomers and now we're bringing in the DFS.
1: <laughs> so, 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 our, sorry, so, our, um, opponent has, uh, so here you can see how, how thin it is right now. So it's 153 to 152. Um, he's got Kyler, James Conner, and Van Jefferson from the same Monday night game. Uh, and, uh, and then he's got Godwin and, uh, Gronk, Gronk and Tyler Bass and Tampa Bay defense the same hmm. thing he's like pretty much all in on like basically two, ge- two, well, two, teams, two that's games because
0: he's trying to you know eliminate the number of things mm. he has to get right you know if he yeah. correctly identifies these two games he's
3: gonna really be cooking uh,
1: i mean i mean look if if, if if you're if you've got like three wide receivers and one of the three is van jefferson i can tell you you are definitely either galbraining to the extreme or you've got nothing up there like you're that meme where like, you know, but the 50 percentile is, like, crying. And, like, on the one end, you the the like, the guy with the hood. And then you got, like, the person who looks like me. Like, the guy who idea, had no idea what's happening. Um, so I, are mm-hmm. we correlated at all? What do we got? Well, you know, kind kinda, of... well, thanks to Debo, like, not going. Like, we we lose that Jamar Chase, Joe <laughs> oh, Burrow. the Debo. Chase uh, Debo. Oh, oh man. Been, oh, I know. We like, totally ah. planned that out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we're... We're, we're, we're kind of correlated to <sighs> Kyler because we've got Matt Prater going. <laughs> 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 that's a boober uh, correlation. right That's there. such a good pair of correlation. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! The only reason it makes sense is because Cliff Kingsbury fucking loves field goals. All right, <laughs> he does. Like, that's the only only thing he loves more than than anything else. Um, and just so just trying trying to figure out, you know, like for for, for the most part, I mean, we we don't necessarily need to be all that correlated. You know, we've got, I mean, that's kind of what happens when you get your wide receivers, right? Hang like, on. Yeah,
2: Zeke, Zeke Gallup, though. Gotta love that. Hey, <laughs>
0: Gretch, Gretch, should I put, I'll put this guy in a five-minute timeout. Just say the word.
2: No, he can, he can <sighs>
3: start.
0: Uh, You're going to let him say that? I'm I mean, putting him in a five-minute timeout. <laughs> I'm offended. All right. He's going in a five minute timeout. You can't just come on this show and say, "I can't believe you just let that go, Gretch." I had to lay it down.
2: Look, man, Van Jeff's elite. He's going to the Hall of Fame. It Still sucks, but you know, it's uh, you gotta you gotta own some things every now and then. <laughs> what was
0: what was the heartwarming story about Van Jefferson that someone shared in our chat?
2: Leone. Uh... Leone loves
0: riling you up about Van Jefferson. He
2: loves, yeah. Well, and and he had a good, he did have a good little story that he's like a fun guy. He was like, how can you not root for this guy? Because there was some, <laughs> some, I can't remember what the story was, but there was some story this week. Uh, I was reading. I was trying to friends. find it, but me and Leoni had about a seven hour conversation about waivers today. So it's way <laughs> up in our chat. So, <laughs> That's how it goes.
0: Uh, Pat Corrine is, He's down bad. He's struggling here. Brooklyn (laughs) Wi-Fi. I
2: sure sure am. I don't know if you can even hear me. But I am frozen. We can hear you. Look at my frozen face.
0: Uh, I also want to say, Blair and Pat both wearing the old school Rotoviz hoodies in two different colorways. Pretty cool. That's
2: right. I'd show you it if I uh, wasn't frozen
0: um uh, i did i did want to pull up a line while we we're talking about van jefferson from uh my favorite sub stack here um signal van jefferson 20 uh targets per root run over the past four games continues to run a ton of routes comma still sucks uh Gresh, i mean i i thought the takeaway was going to be uh pretty impressive but still sucks
2: yeah i mean it speaks for itself really uh <laughs> No, I mean, look, he's, he's drawn a few more targets these last couple weeks, so good for him. That's been my big thing. I mean, like, if you want to actually have a, a serious conversation about DJ Moore and, and Van Jefferson, look at their targets for outrun because Moore's done way, way better than him at earning volume, but uh, obviously way better team situation for Van Jeff. But, um, yeah, he had a, a pretty big drop this week. He wore one off the face mask last week. That's Van Jefferson I'm talking about. He continues to be terrible. He's, like, <laughs> one of the worst-graded PFF uh receivers who's run as many routes as he has he's like 20 top 25 in the nfl and routes run like they just run him out there constantly on this really good offense they really want him to be a thing but uh as far as like grades and you know drops and stuff that doesn't really matter ultimately he's been terrible <clears throat> my so, video yeah, is he's scoring fantasy points me. what's up? Uh, sorry i'm just i'm very pat. annoyed by my video which is like a history of everything i've done on the show it's not live.
0: struggling. pat Pat, fix your camera. <laughs> fix your camera.
2: It's not the camera, uh, it's the internet. You can see things like I said like three minutes ago.
0: Gretch, does it like if we're having a legitimate discussion, does are you are you bullish on Odell Beckham if he's healthy in this yeah. offense?
2: Yep. Yeah, he still maintained strong targets per outrun in Cleveland. Is it like his yards per target and stuff like that have not been strong? But um yeah, I, I mean that was sort of my take when they when they brought him in was like, and honestly, I feel like they brought him in before Woods got hurt. I mean, how kind of hilarious! Like, I think that was a pretty clear indication they were souring on Van a little bit, and then Robert Woods goes down, and well, now you have an opportunity for Van to keep playing. But uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I
1: mean, if you go back to that first game when they acquired OBJ, like uh, Van Jefferson and Higby drew the same amount of targets, and they were both pretty dog shit. Like 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 yeah. Van Jefferson dropped like multiple sitters to where like I I legitimately thought Sean McVay might strangle him to death, like 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 I was like I like I was ready to like like find out where Van Jefferson's parents are and it's like hey your kid is in danger and he earned it like he like he has earned this <laughs> like
2: oh my
1: god <laughs> and he earned
2: it he earned it. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. If, you, if, you, if you're going to drop like, like, um, like just these sitters as a professional, like NFL athlete, like, it, like, like you, you probably earn when the coach is like, you're going into the doghouse or whatever. And I guess in this case, it's just like the dungeon where he's going to like end your life.
0: Uh, Gretch, you want a five-minute timeout? Where does Van rank for you in H- terms
1: of... Hey, that
2: that <laughs> is a clear penalty box right there. All right, there. you're going, you're going to... Jalen Guyton, we price. can't even have a discussion here.
0: If, if anyone else... Oh, I, Bertha, no, I accidentally... I accidentally legitimately blocked him.
2: Now, to, No! <laughs> I, now what's funny is... Can you unblock him? That guy, We're sorry, I, Berto. I, on today's episode of Stealing Bananas, I had a whole rant about Jalen Guyton. So it sounds like he's been listening to Stealing Bananas as well. Probably a <laughs> fan. Like Now I have
0: to go deep into the settings and yeah, unblock him. unblock him, <laughs> man. You gotta unblock <laughs> all him. Fine. Right. I'll take care of you, Berto. Relax. Um, all right. Pat, what's going on with your internet, man?
2: Oh, can you still watch? I thought when you blocked him, he was like, you're not even allowed to watch. You me. just no, think you my No, I you watch. you just keep... ridiculous.
0: No, I mean, it's it's, I mean, what happened? You, Murphy I don't chewing know. through. It the was cables? bad for the
2: podcast today. Honestly, it might have been Murphy's been uh, very anxious today, trying to get me to play with him. As soon as I go on a podcast, he wants me to stop and and play with him. So could be Murphy. I don't know. Uh, it was doing this during the good football show today, which was which was a pain. It's just just uh, look. You can see all these things I did three four minutes ago. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I'm not doing any of this now. I'm just sitting here talking. That's but... voiceover and seeing it. Like...
0: <laughs> is everyone trying to get blocked tonight? Is that, is that the new
3: game? <laughs> <laughs> don't
2: just be... I'm in a great mood. I only got three more signals to write for the year. Like, we're winding down. I'm like, I see the end. It's been a long year I, of trolling, but we're, we're three told... more signals. I've... Do you not do one? What You don't I've... do. After, after week seven? 14, 15. 16. I don't do one after week 17 for week 18.
0: Uh Berto, you're free. I just oh, removed you. Genius. There was about six different webcams that I had blocked in there in Berto Genesis. So <laughs> you're free. <laughs> 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 uh um, it I mean, fine. Anyone have a take on Treadwell? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Gretch is in a great mood. To talk about Treadwell.
2: If he gets tight end eligibility, we're in. <laughs> uh, uh, Can I'm, I'm, um, I have no thoughts on Laquan Treadwell. I mean, could uh, be a thing. Anyone have
1: thoughts on him? I don't know. I what no He plays with the Jags, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so 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 my so my best guess on Laqu- Laquan Treadwell is that Urban Meyer has done everything he can to get fired, and yet still isn't. It's like Office Space. Um and I think the reason that Urban Meyer is trying so hard to get fired is because Trevor Lawrence really sucks. He looks like he should he be retired sucks. like Andrew Luck. Yeah, he's terrible. He's just really bad.
2: That's that's, that's the take. Berto, if you're here, write something, man. The, the People want to see <laughs> that you're still able to type.
0: <laughs> Blair, Blair, I want you to rank. It's, it's 2024. We're heading in to a fantasy season. I want you to rank the five quarterbacks from the 2021 draft class for fantasy purposes in 2024.
2: Okay, 2024. We're going to go um Fields, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and then like way down Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh he also, he also, he also didn't d-
1: d- didn't mention uh, Mike White about Trevor Lawrence. Oh, oh yeah, right. Of course.
0: Um, it Anyone else true. have different rankings there? No, nope, that's exactly how I'm looking at go. it. Uh... <laughs> I need, I, someone please flip Zach Wilson and Trey Lance for my own sanity.
2: I would go Lance. I'm still Lance one. I think he's going to be Kyle Shanahan's starter eventually. And whatever you want to say about Fields, and I think Fields is – like way better than what he's shown. I'm excited about him long term. Like at least compared to what he's shown. I don't like the fact that we're going to have to play coach roulette. And and who are we <laughs> hoping for exactly? Like br- besides Brian Dayball, which you know his star doesn't look brighter than it did last year, right? They, they're having a lot of struggles. The Bills. Like what if they hire like a Matt Patricia type? You know what if they hire well, they like a Tom will. Coughlin type?
1: Uh, yeah. in Jacksonville.
2: Their owner no no, in in Chicago. Chicago. Their ownership cares about a hundred-year-old streak of not firing a coach in season. If you manage like that, you're probably going to hire some idiot. They're going to need like let's get someone who's going to restore the culture of the Bears. Like that's what they're going to do, and then they're going to hire some (laughs) like like Daryl Bevel equivalent. Like it's you're ruining my night because this is so fucking accurate. Like this is just like. (laughs) Shit. we don't want to play this is a lottery we don't want a ticket in like you know what i mean like <laughs> you're you're you can talk yourself into it being the or Dayball or, but like those guys aren't gonna be like they were bigger names in terms of potential hires last year right the chiefs the bills like you know like i think scott turner's done really good work this year i don't think he's gonna get hired as a head coach Or i mean he's already an oc so he'd have to be a head coach like there's just, I don't think, um, I don't think Kellen Moore is going to get hired as a head coach after the year, probably. So who are we excited about? I guess it's a college coach, but of course we just saw with Urban Meyer how bad that can be. I'd just rather have the guy tied to Kyle Shanahan. I, I'm sorry. I just would. This is, this is a big reason. Um, um Completely forgot what I was going to say there.
0: What do you, Hassan's starting to work on bids right now. Talk it out, Hassan. That's what we do here. Tell uh, me what your bid is. Tell me what you're bidding in the private chat, and I'll let the
1: people uh, know. Yeah, okay. sure. So we have so we have fifty five dollars left, and I'm splitting them between the Los Angeles Chargers defense and a running back, but dropping Rondale Moore.
0: <laughs> Look at Pat Pat's no, video talking more. right now. Um,
1: Wait, so so so
2: so you don't yeah, want I, when I was giving my take, you could see the emotion coming yeah. through. From
1: you don't, like don't want either,
2: either KFC oh. or FBG.
1: Uh, KFC is locked. This is FBG. We uh, the only running backs that are interesting are Amir or Jamichael Hasty, and and we've got Rondale. But like we've also got Debo and Chase Claypool and Michael Gallup, who like we kind of thing receiver- really with. What? I'd cut Claypool before Rondale. Oh be my easy. goodness! Holy shit! This man has lost his mind. Cut no. Claypool, dude! No. I, you're totally wrong. <laughs> <You're bunkers. laughs> hey, like, your totally wrong. like like I'm like, I'm actually legitimately like considering Claypool over Gallup this week. If only because if only because I genuinely think that Claypool really is a wide receiver too. He had like back to back, like almost hundred yard games on like nine targets and eight targets. This like last week was kind of an aberration where like, the, it, like Ben just went to Deontay, <laughs> like, like Claypool still gets manufactured touches. He didn't get as many last week. Ro- like Rondale's, Role is unfortunately um, that of like this satellite back plus in this offense with like AJ Green and DeAndre Hopkins and fucking Zach Ertz and all these like old guys they have in Christian Kirk, um, like like I like I really think that Claypool like that like with Juju out has become a lot thinner. Like we we don't have access to free move. I guess maybe I'll take a quick look at the tight ends, but. Um, hang on no, we got we
0: got to let Gretch flesh out this take cuz I
1: yeah yeah cuz I, I understand yeah.
0: being down on Claypool but I guess I don't understand being that high on Rondell yeah. so I yeah. need to hear
2: it. Yeah, I I mean I wasn't actually serious we're not going to
0: cut him. <laughs> 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 <God, laughs> I was very close <laughs> to changing it. But
2: well, listen I'm serious would you would you really cut Rondale over Gio Bernard? No. Yes, I I would rather cut Gio. Like yeah. my point oh. is that Rondale is like okay so Couple things on on Rondell. Uh, he yeah, actually did start to see his routes come up. I talked about this in signals this week, but AJ Brown or AJ Green, uh, wrong color, has been three games in a row has been below eighty percent routes, which doesn't seem like a huge drop. But like he was above ninety for most of the early part of the year, so they've cut him about twenty percentage points in routes into like the seventies. Uh, these last few weeks, they've started to shift that down. Kirk was at sixty five percent last week. They only had twenty dropbacks last week. Very small sample, but. Kirk has come down a little. Rondell was up at sixty five percent, kind of a higher number. Like in coming out of the buy, and right before the buy, he had the eleven catch game where they were manufacturing some looks for him. I do like we we know that the, this is a more packed situation. We're not going to get the Elijah Moore like suddenly he's playing ninety percent at the end of his rookie season that we've seen from so many other rookies. I do think Arizona is making some small shifts to get Rondell into a rotation that is, you know, trimming AJ Green a little bit, trimming Kirk a little bit. And getting more, some more snaps, routes, touches. Uh, and, like, I want to see what comes of that. I don't want to cut him right now. We're actually, like, getting a little bit more out of him right now. It is isn't a great role in terms of air yards and stuff. I agree with that. But I, I just I, – I wouldn't want to cut him. Especially if an injury happens or something. I mean, the other issue is Zach Ertz, who's running 80-plus percent routes every single week. But, like, Ertz and A.J. Green are both freaking 90 years old. If one of those dudes can't make it for the next four weeks – Run no more. Like the trend that's coming, it could become seventy five percent rounds. You know,
0: Gretch yeah. five minute timeout for KZ.
3: <sighs> Why I, you're, you're the host?
0: Yeah, no, Casey, that's a five minute timeout. <laughs> he said AJ, AJ Brown is just fancy AJ Green.
1: I, but I can see where he's going with it, right? Like, cause you got AJG and then AJB. I'll put
0: you in a five minute
1: timeout. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> oh. Jeez, be my co-host um yeah no but i can see
0: berno knows he's, he's learned his life <laughs> berno says don't fly too close <laughs> to the sun he has a heavy finger
1: um i did i did want to get your guys's takes on like the like the running back roulette going on in in, in philadelphia especially with his on again off again relationship to have with uh kenneth gainwell or kenny gainwell like when he's in and playing he does really well and then they just He's like a healthy scratch for the most part. So I don't. I was hoping someone had like a take there. I have no idea what we're doing because we've had him on our roster forever.
2: I have takes on Gainwell. And I, I basically, I don't think they think he can run. Like, I think they think he's just a receiving back. This last week, he got 12 carries. Eight of them came on the last eight plays of the game. Total garbage time. They're obviously mm. really depleted elsewhere in their backfield. Like Scott didn't play. uh was sick and everything. And Howard's hurt. Uh, Miles Sanders got 24 of the first 28 rush attempts in that game, even though Gainwell had the rush TD. Like, they don't think he can run if you go look at his rush attempts. Like, as soon as they shifted to the really run heavy game scripts with the pass rate over expectations that were negative 10% or worse, which was whatever week, that's when they said, Okay, we're gonna go with Howard and Boston Scott, and you're now a depth running back. That was right when Sanders got hurt, remember? And we're all like, Gainwell's gonna smash, he's been awesome. I just I, I don't think they think they think he can be a between the tackles runner. We love him. He has a great profile. Pat's been on him, you know, since the off season was really really high on it. Yeah. But he was a fifth round pick, right? Day three pick, and I just yeah, I don't think they see anything uh, out of him as a runner, which is weird because he has had runs like this week where he had the seventeen yard TD. Now he did look good also in the in the closing minutes last week in those final eight carries that were all you know garbage time. But you know, maybe he can still earn some some new trust in in an opportunity to run the ball. But I just think that they're a run heavy team now, and they don't think he can run. Well, I, I would say they they're not happy with the way he's running. Maybe it, they don't think he can run. Might be a little strong because, like, you see this with backs like Tony Pollard and stuff, gonna get like worked more and more in. Like they could they could ultimately like what they saw last week and start using them a little bit more and the Scott stuff, right? That's kind of interesting. What happened there? Because there's an illness. illness and maybe yeah. that's why I didn't play, but he also fumbled at the end of the giants game in a way that kind of lost them the game. So maybe that's why he didn't get any touch. He did have 4% of snaps. So it wasn't like he was inactive or kind of even like an emergency back. He was <laughs> out there a little bit. He just didn't ever touch the ball. So I maybe mean, he only played 4% of snaps, but they, they could be kind of benching Scott over that egregious fumble that you know ended their last, their second to last, but basically their last real drive against the Giants. I think Gainwell is pretty hard to trust for the rest of the year, just because you know by this week probably Hurts is back in Week 15. Austin Scott will not have the illness. Um, might even have Jordan Howard back, so.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing about about both guys like Gainwell and Rondell where there isn't we're excited about them, but there isn't even clear contingent value in that there could be an injury or someone removed. And you you can't definitively know like, oh, my God, their role would for sure expand. Whereas like for if Damian Harris goes down, we know Ramondre Stevenson is full on blast off. But that I don't know. Those guys are such hard projections because the coaches yank around the usage so much.
2: Yeah, but I like Ben's the, takes on I think I, Ben's take on Rondale, I, I agree with. I mean, the the 65% that roll increase out of the buy, that's with Hopkins back in the lineup. Uh, we'd actually seen we'd actually seen Kirk increase a lot in his uh the, the point that Ben was making about AJ Green's route share declining. I noticed that as well. And Kirk's was coming up. So my like like prior entering last week was we were gonna see a lot of Kirk to see Kirk come down and Rondale come up after the buy, I think is really exciting for Rondale. I mean, he still probably needs an injury, but like if, if Kirk were to miss a few games, I mean, I actually do think it's, it's a wide receiver. It's never quite as much of a blast off situation, but it's about as close as you get. Yeah. I was going to say the difference for me with Rondale and Gainwell is I feel like the team signals like Rondale, it does have players ahead of him that they like, but they have been seeming to try to like find ways to use him. And, when Hopkins was out and Green was out, he was in a ton. It was a little weird. The second game, Hopkins was out and Green was back. He was down to like really low in yeah, rounds down, but then he was still low the week after. But they got him the eleven catches. You know, they're like manufacturing all these short passes for him. It seemed like they've been trying to find ways to use him. Gainwell, as soon as Sanders got hurt, they buried him, and it's been like they've only used him when they've needed to, which is like this past week. And, I, yeah, I mean, Hurt, Hurts coming back was a good – I thought a good point by Blair I mentioned in, in signals this week too, which was like game. the conditions that led to Gainwell's big game this week were, um, first of all, the rush attempts were the, the garbage time, all those eight carries talked about. But then also Minshew being in there was a massive change for running back target rate. Remember Minshew Jacksonville for James Robinson? Like that was beautiful. He loves throwing to the backs. He threw to the backs a bunch in this game. Gainwell had some catches. So did uh, Sanders had a few. Um, and then also – just all the other running back injuries, right? Scott being sick, but Scott will probably be back. Um, and then even Howard might be back. It's just going to be, it's going to be all, all of like, there's like three different things that worked in game. favor for last week that probably won't in my opinion, in you know, after the back. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what fair. What was that comment?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael Dubner saying, Rondell Moore, uh, this feels way too close to reality that I'm almost yes. triggered. He says, Rondell Moore is going to do basically nothing all year, go nuclear in week 18 just to boost his ADP by six rounds next year, uh, or just have a massive playoff and just he'll be a full yeah. pick. It's I He's so right and I hate it.
2: If uh, When he goes nuclear in week 18, <laughs> we're going to play him in the FFPC Challenge, <laughs> but he's going to do nothing in the playoffs. That's, that's the, oh. the rest of it. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah we're going to get like a 5% like Rondell and we're gonna be like, boys, classy
0: bucks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um uh crap, bids, bids processed. I meant to say we spent nine hundred dollars on Josh Palmer. I'm sorry, I forgot to <laughs> forgot to tell you guys.
1: <laughs> uh, um, you guys.
0: Do you guys have a take on this Josh Palmer versus Jalen Guyton uh divide that is tearing apart America right now?
1: Um Palmer over Guyton,
2: and I don't even like Palmer. But Guyton, like, <laughs> we know Guyton can't earn targets. Like, I don't understand the Guyton thing. Uh, the, the, the
0: Guyton thing is he scored a touchdown last week, and now everyone's excited because everyone's out.
2: Yeah, he. so last year, Pat and I have talked about this before, and I think Pat confirmed this. I just said I, I thought it was the lowest targets per out run, and I think Pat confirmed it was of any qualified receiver. He was under 10%. Um, this year he is also under 10% again (laughs) like this guy can't earn targets he's like he had four last week and he had a couple long catches he's fast but like he is not a guy that is gonna ever he's the mere bird he's the mere bird he's He's an empty route he's just a mere bird if if you hit five targets it's like freaking hitting the lottery so go ahead and play that in dfs or whatever like have fun josh palmer has at least a reasonable he's a rookie and it's not great but he's a (sighs) He's at 15% targets per run, and if both those guys are out, he's going to run more routes. He's not been running as many routes as Guyton, but he will in that scenario. And I, I I mean, I think it will be like if one of them's out, the other one will get a bunch of targets in the tight ends because Cook and, and Parham have both had pretty decent targets per run, and they've been running routes. I think they'll do more of the two tight end stuff. They've used Steven Anderson at times too, you know, and I, I don't yeah. think he's healthy. But I think it'd be Eckler, you know, one of the receivers in multiple tight ends, that get a lot of the targets for him, but – um, I have a hard time seeing Guyton having a, like, just a game at all. I do too. And if anyone's running routes out of the slot, I mean, maybe it's some Mike Williams, I don't know, but like Palmer has just such a better chance of that. And he's, uh, I was talking to, to Davis about him this morning, and he's like 6'2", 210, you know? He's got that bigger frame. You could see him kind of more in a Keenan Allen-style role. Uh, so, I, I, yeah, Guyton's going to do what Guyton does because he just runs in a straight line.
0: Well, that's why I'm excited about it for DFS because the Guyton touchdown last week was the ultimate red herring, you know, heading into this week. And now everyone's going to want to just chase that, assuming his role is going to be the one that grows the most. So uh, Palmer's looking pretty juicy to me. The chat also excited about Parham
2: as well. He had uh, 90 yards in a TD last week. That's great, right? I don't think people realize that like his role was actually kind of a little bit smaller last week than it has been at times, or I mean, certainly didn't grow. He, the point I'm trying to make is he's been running a ton of routes all year. This could have happened at any point. It's not like something changed and he just got on the field and did something right. Like, and and the dude has 289 yards on the whole season. he had 90 last week. Like he got basically a third of his yards last week. Like you've had a long sample and all of last year of a guy that doesn't produce yardage when he runs a lot of routes. So good luck. Yeah. Go I'll finish. push he'll back you'll do, do it again. I mean, I swear to God, this is like this is the perfect scenario where there's like no shot for him to have a big game and he'll do it again because that's just what happens.
1: I'll push back a little bit here, right? So one, Bomber <laughs> is from Seagulls. Canada. Bombers from Canada. Whoever heard of a good guy like a good NFL player in America who's from Canada, right? never n- n- not gonna happen He has the best Canadian not- football player <laughs> of all time, whatever, right? Two. 2. All right, so he so I've been reading this conversation, like this interview that he gave. He lists his favorite Star Wars movie. Guess which one it is. Guess which one it is. No, I mean and, uh, not
2: The Phantom guess. Menace. If it's The Phantom Menace, we're
1: out. No, no, no. no. But guess which one it is. Just guess. <laughs> just, I, did. I don't know. I the there's, there's too many. There's too many, right? All right, so I'll give you so he 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 has a tattoo on his leg from Star Wars Rogue One. Right?
2: Rogue one's a dope movie. I was
1: gonna say that. It's, that it's a very crazy. good movie. And it's not his favorite. <laughs> I'm kind of more even ass. how young he is. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, it's, Wait, it's Revenge what? of the Sith. It's Revenge of the Sith is his favorite movie. Like, what? This oh. is the guy who you're going with? This the Revenge also, of the Sith guy? I just
0: love Which that Revenge of the Sith? is
1: re- Hassan is referencing
0: some article as if it's a primary source that we've all read. Like, what is this fucking <laughs> article?
2: That's what it is. <laughs> No, but the chat as as you right now. Uh, they don't want us to tell you that Claypool is Canadian.
1: <laughs> oh, so then so, oh, so already, That's why he's
2: so...
1: <laughs> oh God, Hoisted by my own guitar. Yeah, I'm a little bit mad at the
2: chat because now we're gonna end up dropping Claypool. It's All his, right, absolutely.
1: Where is Abbotsford in British Columbia? What, is this even a real place?
0: Get out of here, son. <laughs> what is this article?
2: Which, which one's, one's *Revenge like, of the Sith? I don't even know which
1: movie that is. It's like it's like the end of the most recent, like the current arc, I guess. I never watched it. No, it's oh, that the, was the *Last no, Jedi* or whatever. It's episode three. Oh my god! So oh, it okay. is like the *Ronda Phantom Menace*. Yes, guys, you watch this one. Ones. The prequels, okay?
2: Oh, I never saw that one. I never finished. There, the, well, there you go. The
1: well, we we I think we're dating ourselves a little bit. You better you better finish.
2: Is it Clone Wars the second <laughs> one and then Revenge of the Sith, is that right? Yeah, that's that's I right. So. Yeah. right. I think so. All right, Gretz, But make sure, those those to, make sure to make sure to watch Canada's it before point. we we decide who we're starting.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out what to do with Canada here, especially like like two <laughs> fake like two people, like one from from one from like Brampton and one from Abbotsford. I mean, did, come on! What are these real places? First, 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 you
0: came after Canada or uh, Australia, and now you come after Canada. I mean, you're you're just wiping out like basically every non-American. I mean, is it just know, the English speaking country. country? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: No, you're and you're from you're Pakistani, right? So you, How do yeah, you feel, you what do you too, feel probably, about the right? UK? Any
1: thoughts? on Oh, everyone? buddy, buddy, yeah, <laughs> hey. yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Are we are, are are we are we ready to go to war with the royal family? Because we, I'm ready. Right, let's,
2: <laughs> let's, let's, hear it. let's hear it. I am,
1: I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> any any former English colonies are going downhill. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> fellas. When the queen when the queen kicks the bucket, when the queen kicks the bucket, we are gonna be doing an emergency <laughs> ship chasing cats. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating
0: <laughs> when the queen kicks the bucket mark my words ship chasing will be firing up we will be live Roughly. and we
1: will be throwing a kegger
0: we will be going live competing against the bbc's live stream of her funeral <laughs> there will be a parade of celebrities but here we will have hassan we will be counter programming this
2: Meghan Markle is a Hassan sleeper agent. That's why she got kicked out of the royal family. Hassan uh, has been infiltrating.
1: Fellas, uh, it's what are your it's... thoughts on Charles as name? Are you a name? <coughs> oh yeah. So uh so 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 Charles himself, I mean you gotta feel bad for the guy, right? Like like he's like the you know the British uh you know the Brit- the true British blue blood and you know the fact that the Marian families you can see it in his face, man, and his ears. God, Oops. just what, what a oh he's inbred, is what I'm trying to say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus.
1: <laughs> um I I, think hey, I hey. was with you, Hassan. I, heard, I guess. yeah, it's uh look, it's just what's why we're here. I mean, like uh I mean America got its independence 150 years ago, and you guys are over here trying to say good things about the royals. Come on, you ever watched no, that all the sunny t- episode? <laughs> I
3: don't
1: think I have
0: Hassan. This is America.
1: Like?
2: We we hate Britain. Hussan, what's <laughs> it like?
0: What's it like being a father?
1: Oh, uh, just trying to try and do my best, man. Like, <laughs> 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 uh,
2: teaching them all the important things. Teaching like them teach, teaching the important
1: things. <laughs> yeah.
0: Breaking news. I hope Crack Rock knows what's going on in the market. A Massachusetts cannabis company is claiming it set a world record. When it baked a marijuana infused brownie that weighed eight hundred and fifty pounds, the brownie contained twenty thousand milligrams of THC, which would make it several thousand times stronger than a normal dosage. Crack rock. When can we expect a ship chasing eight hundred and fifty pound? I
2: love that that's from the Oregonian, by the way,
0: (laughs) (laughs) that they're covering. Yeah, they're covering Massachusetts (laughs) (laughs) news.
2: There we go. Um.
0: I would love to it wasn't share this brownie with Crack yours. Rock
2: because it's not purple.
0: Dude, a purple so brownie looks delicious. We still need to do. Uh, crack Rock has to host us at his uh, Berkshires uh, yeah. rental.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to toke up with Robert Kraft for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God, I feel like toking up with Robert Kraft would just get like so weird. You know where he starts like calling you babe and like wants to kiss you on the forehead and <laughs> stuff. Is,
2: yeah. <laughs> That's
1: a great point. I no longer want to do this. <laughs> well, honestly, honestly, yeah, Ben. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you guys, we we do owe him though. Like, like, I, if it weren't for him, like, we wouldn't have Ramondre Stevenson, right? So, like, we, we owe him for that one. Like, like, it, we know that he's a good player, you know. So, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, to J, Mr. Craft. Wow, <laughs> this hurts. Um, this hurts. That's if
2: true. If only you drafted
0: so, Cup, you true.
1: could buy that. So. So, uh, I guess I could probably drop my 2022 hottest take that I've got, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: are we All right. ready for it? Cause you've already yeah, dropped yeah. some pretty yeah. hot takes. Yeah. It's so, so, only so,
1: December and we're already getting
2: the 2022 hot takes a little
1: bit. So, yeah. So, so this one's actually relevant cause it's fantasy football and it's actually probably semi-serious that I might write about at some point, but it's, uh. <laughs> But it's, uh, but it's like Cortland Sutton is going to be like your Cooper Cop kind of like bounce back from ACL repair a year, a year afterwards next year. And he's going to go probably three-ish rounds later than Jerry Judy. Does, and so that's going 80- to be really...
2: You're not saying Cooper Cup this year, but like Cooper Cup a couple years ago when he came back from
1: the... No, no, Cooper Cup this year, right? So, so, oh. so what Cup did this year is like way on the extreme, right? But like last year, Cup was coming off that ACL tear, and that's where it took him a while to get back right. up to speed. And you saw that kind of oh, come Sutton's on down, down, down the stretch.
2: Win. Sutton's an absolute so, winner,
1: so Sutton's a league winner, and I think he goes in like the eighth, or like he opens the seventh, eighth, ninth somewhere there, and he doesn't really rise as Dude, much because it's be very honest. difficult who's, to Who's the up.
0: quarterback in this, in this scenario? Because yeah. Cup got Stafford.
1: Yeah. So, Cup. So, Cup did get Stafford. Um, so, there there have been rumors of the Broncos kicking around the tires on a bunch of players. Um, Deshaun Watson has actually is a name that has been thrown around, it just on on the off chance. Apparently, Miami was willing to trade for him had he settled all of his uh, um, uh, outstanding litigation. Um, the other one that's been bandied about has probably been Aaron Rodgers as a potential last gasp kind of area. There's like rumors that they might try and throw the farm for like Russ Wilson. So there's a lot of like players or potential upgrades you could see there because they're not going to be rolling with Teddy for that much longer. How awesome
2: would it be with Cortland Sutton with Russell Wilson? That would be oh. so
1: cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, so like, so that's like my, my probably only fantasy relevant future, future hot take because, because, because we've seen people like, because um, I mean, this year, Woods and Coppa going back to back. I think next year people are going to be really soured and sudden to where like he he's going to go in that like really late range. Um I mean he's not gonna to slide to where Kirk was this year, but like he's gonna be in in like a pretty affordable area, if that makes sense.
2: I could see him where Marquise Brown and DJ Shark were last uh yeah. this off season. Yeah. And the kind of where they too. ended, more in that like mm-hmm. 9, 10 turn.
1: Yeah. And I, I can see it rising too, but I can see it to the point where you're fine going heavy on him. It was like it was like where we were on him a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. over like a little overextended, and then he got and he got like kind of uh, unfortunately he got hurt. Yeah, uh, I have the
2: weirdest Corlin Sutton. Uh, I mean, and people know that like with Judy, he's been worse, but in the the six games Judy has missed, um, I'm trying to get pro football reference to give me the averages but it's actually like good numbers right in the six games judy has been active Cortland sutton has not caught more than two passes in any of the yeah. games yeah that's just like okay. insane and then in the six games he has been i think it's 6.4 catches and 87 yards per game which is like a really good line for yeah. a dude how was the gap that wide They're, they don't even overlap like judy it makes receiver. sense it makes sense to some degree why the gap's that wide because it's just variance because he's Teddy Bridgewater's deep threat and he's just not going to see a ton of targets most weeks. And he's run bad. Like there's an effect. There's an, I'm not saying there's no effect. There is Judy's preventing him from seeing some additional targets, but like he has like a, I I, I had to close everything. So I can't reference his ADOT, but his ADOT's like something like 16.5 or something. It's crazy high. So, and that's with Teddy Bridgewater quarterback, you're just not going to see that many targets. I'm, I'm kind of like selling the whole, because it because I think it's mostly an overly baked in. I'm selling the whole Judy has killed Sutton's value thing. I think he's hurt his value to some extent, and he's also <clears throat> run bad on variance.
1: Yeah, and, and that's like the the beauty of the of, of data here, right? Is that you can use it to tell whatever story you kind of want to tell, but like but like realistically, what 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 Bat's saying is true because he's still getting volume he's still seeing air yards he just has run bad like I mean you, you you can say whatever you it is you want to say like Judy killed him or whatever right or like
0: well I mean hmm? also think of even peak Russell Wilson last year with Lockett and Metcalf and yeah. the narrative was not even both of those guys could go off at the same game now you introduce an even better running game a better tight end in that offense I mean it's not that shocking that all those guys can't go off with an inferior quarterback
2: Yep, for sure. By the but, way, this is a great matchup for deep for deep passing. So we I mean Which I Lions agree. Have? The Broncos this week like are behind. set up very Lions? For, yeah. yeah. The Lions the Lions have the second highest rate of 15 plus yard passes allowed. Uh only the Jets are higher. So this is a so, really nice matchup for deep passing. I mean, I, I'm excited for something to then have a good game. But the the I mean I, I agree with basically everything you said, except for the part where like Again, the, the I just want to emphasize the size of the gap. Like, he averaged 6.2 catches, 9.2 targets. Yeah. He's never oh, had yeah. more than six targets. He was averaging more catches than his highest number of targets when you look at the split, which I, again, I don't think it has to do with Judy all that much. I mean, it has to do with him somewhat, but like, he's not even getting targeted. That's uh, my point was like, he, has, he doesn't have more than two catches in any of these games. Like, four of the six games, he has three or fewer targets. It's three or two targets. Like, he's. It's weird. He was averaging a 100-catch, 1,400-yard pace in those other games, and then suddenly he's just not even getting any th- – like, that is a massive – it's an insane gap. I've never seen splits like it in my life, and it doesn't make it's a low, sense. That- it's a low-volume passing attack, though. It's a quarterback that we know is not going to be necessarily supporting a, a deep option. I'm not saying there's an effect. There is definitely an effect here. Like, there's the the samples. just and, But I'm kind of arguing against, like, what I feel is sort of a market sentiment that's like Sutton's dead. Judy's the only option in the passing game now. And I just don't think that's true. That's not true. I agree with that. It's just weird. It's just a weird fucking split, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. would be interesting to know, like, if, uh, if Judy's out, does Sutton then become more of that underneath target? Like, is he relegated to only a deep role as long as Judy is in the game? Um, you know, I mean, yeah. water.
0: even when like when Fair. Sutton balled out, I mean, he had a pretty big A dot, right? I mean, he was yeah. always getting used as a, yeah, he had a bro. game with like
2: 280 air yards or something, like they're just chucking him deep ball. But I, I think Blair's yeah. right to an extent, too. He's having like some 14 target games, he had, he had a 14 target game, 12 target, 11 targets. Those weren't all deep shots, like he was getting some underneath, right? Too, which he's not getting, but it's still like, I don't know, it just judy's not even doing well right now either is the other it's not like judy came in and is getting 12 targets a game like what the fuck has happened like yeah you know it's definitely something that you could see turning around though with a quarterback change like that would make a big difference yeah for sure
0: yeah uh dubner bringing up a conversation that was a hot uh topic around the fantasy water cooler after uh what was it sunday night football Uh, Woke up lots of debates about Javante Williams being the one Oh two. That was a very popular take was also getting some pushback. Uh, Where is our panel at on Javante Williams one Oh two next year? I assume uh, Melvin Gordon is not within this picture.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously it's an overreaction. Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey would be, you know, clearly the one Oh two, I think over a guy like Javante Williams, we don't know for sure what the receiving role is going to be with Javante Williams. Certainly his projects is like an extremely exciting type of player, but like, look at where Jonathan Taylor went this year. You know, like you can't just pencil in someone for, you know, who who just split target or split uh, snaps with Moen Gordon all year and may again this week, you can't just pencil him in for like an 85, 90% of snaps role. And in, unless we can really feel confident that he's going to get a bunch of targets, which we probably shouldn't, even though he looked great as a receiver last week. And he, he he does pretty well in yards per hour on the season. But it's a lot of projection. And that's not really what the 102 is for. So he's so, like a 1 2 turn pick right now, I think. And that's awesome. Like that's, that's, that and that, I don't know. Maybe you guys would even push back on that. But that, that's kind of how I see it.
1: Oh, uh, I'm not going to push back. But if you take Bat's argument and then you switch out the, uh, Elvin Gordon for Naheem Hines and, and, and Javante Williams for Jonathan Taylor. It's like the same discussion that people are having all offseason. season. Um, I think, I think, uh, I think the argument there was it's fun to overreact to Island games. Right? Like, I think it's genuinely fun to overreact to Island games. Um, I mean, every time Byron Pringle was uh, on the field, I was, I can tell you for a fact, guys, I was celebrating just personally, <laughs> like just Byron <laughs> Pringle just being on the field. Um, but yeah. Hassan like, so like,
2: sitting over there eating his Pringles, like, oh, like yeah, yeah! <laughs> I actually,
1: that's my guy, I got the Pringles. God, God, I can't believe he <sighs> owns this company. Yeah, but, but, but like, but like, I think uh, a lot of what Pat was saying is why his ADP is not going to be one or two, but if you have him, it's a little bit like John, the Jonathan Taylor argument, right? Why didn't Jonathan Taylor pay ahead of Marlon Mack and Aheem Hines? And do we get him with his targets? And blah 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 blah. And then, well, man, I don't know, man. It's baked in. I, I like.
2: I. I mean, look, I love Javante Williams, but like, yeah, yeah, I want to push back a little bit on comparing oh. him to Jonathan Taylor. Oh, I
1: mean, yeah, yeah no, it's just not the same, right? Yeah,
0: I. I oh, like to take. No, I, I agreed with your take, Pat, and I, I like Lawrence's take in the chat about him being more Antonio Gibson because yeah. you could hang your hat, and I assume this is what you're going to say, Ben, on a much better prospect profile with Jonathan Taylor where you, if you're making the 102 yeah. case for Javante, it is very heavily yeah. volume-driven. And what's the whole thing we've learned around here that we shouldn't do is try to project volume definitively, especially in ambiguous situations like a rookie's role growing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so who at oh, running back do you guys have ahead of Javante? I mean, I don't even think
1: CMC Taffrey, ahead of Javante sure. is that clear. Oh yeah, I, I I'm a blair there on, on CMC as well.
2: I think that's like very, very clear. What did Hassan say earlier? You you're just wrong. No. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what it was. I think that's I think that's extremely clear. Like he's still very young. You know, he's gonna be like twenty-six, so he's not like very young, but he's gonna be young enough. He's got this insane receiving role. Um, I think Eckler, like, you know, he got the touchdown work this year. Like there's just enough guys where, you know, you're getting the receiving for sure. And then like, if we're going to do the projection game, which I love Antonio Gibson this year, and I'm very happy to do. That's like, uh, you know, these young guys who they have, crazy talent and it looks like like i'd like a mulligan
0: on the antonio gibson stuff personally (laughs) well sure 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 but But i'm saying if you want to do that
2: we don't do it there we do it in the second round that's what the second round's for yeah Yeah. that's you know but there's i i think gibson's a a fair fair enough comp from the sense of like yeah we're going to year two he had a great rookie year and stuff but actually blair you've done a ton of work on on youth, like age right he was a 21 year old rookie running back like what like give us the bull case on javante Yeah. I mean, the bull case is that guys with his profile, I mean, you know, he doesn't have as good a profile as Taylor, obviously, but guys who do what he did as a rookie who have that kind of profile coming out tend to see a huge jump in year two. So, I mean, if you're kind of playing the numbers from that perspective, you want to bet on these guys. Um, but but I mean, even Antonio Gibson didn't, didn't, um, have those same signals necessarily. So let did get some flash stuff as a college prospect, but he wasn't like yeah. Williams was a better prospect. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not I saying that I would definitely it? have Williams ahead of CMC or Eckler yeah. or those guys, but I'm saying, what about I think, Swift?
1: Yeah, Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm much rather than Swift. Right. I think. Williams I don't like think that's clear. I
2: think. Him. I think it's worth debating that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. It also yeah. depends on the quarterback,
0: right? You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not
2: convinced on. Eckler. I, I, I think talking about this, I, I'd probably go Taylor like Taylor and CMC and then and then Swift. Those are the ones that I feel the most comfortable should be ahead of Javante.
1: Uh who do you have as like the quarterback for the Panthers then? Right? Because that because like that's like um it doesn't kind of uh, yeah. you it doesn't you not matter. You, <laughs> you, you just think it, that it can't
2: be worse. It can't be worse. And I actually wonder if rule do you think there's any chance rule gets fired? Like
1: probably, yeah, probably, but like but like I guess whole the whole regime change. Okay, so yeah, that just,
2: almost doesn't matter. Like having a having a bad quarterback for a pass catching yeah, running back I mean, almost almost it, helps. It, it's in almost LA. fine. Yeah, it's almost you almost prefer it to like I don't know. <laughs> You'd probably rather have it than like Mahomes back there or something. I mean, yeah. like, have you guys looked at CMC's game log recently?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I the mean, the games
2: that he got hurt in. Like he has. Only 24-plus PPR points. And then we had one game against New England this year where it was at 14.6. Ooh, like, that's yeah. so bad. And the his other expected points. Like, he yeah. just, his workload is massive. It's just, like, that workload is... It's a lock for 20-plus every single week. We're hoping to get 20 an average, right? Let's also talk about Najee Harris, who's, like, getting ridiculous work. He probably yeah. sucks, but he's not, <laughs> like... He sucks. So, sucks is a bad... I shouldn't have said that because he doesn't suck at everything. He just sucks at a lot of things. He's like just everything that matters. matters. He's sufficient No, not everything that matters. He's a sufficient receiver and he's like I don't know, he's not like insanely non-elusive. He just has no he's, breakaway ability. He's fancy Trent, Trent Richardson. He's like James Conner, right? He's like Fancy Trent, Trent
0: Richardson is savage, but I kind of right. like it. Yeah.
2: I've I've been comparing him to Eddie Lacy before he got fat, and that's kind of how I still view him. Uh which everyone takes as a negative, and, and every time you make the comparison, you go, but no, but Eddie Lacy was good for a while.
0: <laughs> but Eddie Lacy it, was is very it, productive. Isn't he a better pass catcher than Eddie Lacy?
2: Eddie Lacy was a pretty solid pass catcher, yeah, he, he had he quick was. feet. Like I, I don't think so. I think Eddie Lacy might right. have been the better pass catcher, to be honest. Okay, but they, you know it's compared, it's comparable. Uh yeah, I think you know, to with that workload, if they get any kind of quarterback upgrade. It's a rare thing to get that kind of workload. I hate when I don't feel great about the prospect. I hate to just give a guy one of these rare workloads. And like, that's why I wasn't in on Najee entering the season. And we never really see these running backs. Like, even when they get it, it's rare for them to actually live up to it. Saquon's the only one who's really done it and delivered an incredible season. So I'm fine. Like, I, you know, I I actually feel totally fine about being out on Najee entering the season it's come in that everything people thought he might get in terms of workload they were almost underestimating a little bit and so now that we know that we should be pretty excited about him entering year 2 i think even though he doesn't have any breakaway speed
0: yeah
1: that's i mean but that that, that that's kind of the the issue right cuz cuz efficiency um, matters for sure yeah right? it
0: does but but the thing is too, I mean, how, how many how many running backs starting running backs right now in the league even have that Jonathan Taylor breakaway speed, right? There, there's not even a ton of them and that's why I'm saying to Pat's point, like it's not bad that Najee doesn't have yeah. that because he's going to make up for it with with volume in in other ways.
2: And like think about where Najee's going to be priced on DraftKings next year. Like most of the year he's probably priced at like 7500 Maybe like 8,000. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have to pay like weekly. You're probably going to have to pay a lot to put Najee in your lineup, which is he ever going to be a 9K running back? You're saying he's like a floor player. He could
0: be. He could he definitely could be. be a 9K running back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't rule that out just because of the volume and the receiving. And we saw a huge, we saw a huge ceiling target or target ceiling with him. Uh, and that, what was it? 17 targets. I mean, obviously he's come way, way down. His routes are down. They clearly are reconsidering that whole idea, but it's it's certainly possible. Um, this is a good question
0: from Andrew. And you know, we get Kamara likely coming back this week against the Jets. He asks, is Kamara stock dead, or do we still think there's juice there if the Saints add actual NFL caliber players around him? How how are we framing Alvin Kamara in this kind of you know dynasty running back stock conversation?
1: I I go ahead. Sorry, Ben. Go ahead. Uh, I, as, I, as, gonna, I think we have the same thought.
2: I was going to say that I was c- really concerned about Taysom Hill throwing to the backs. And one, one thing I want to know broadly is, uh, <laughs> like, I, I just noticed that uh, Sam Hoppen does some awesome stat stuff. Helps me with some stat stuff. Uh, Ty Montgomery being classified as a receiver has been a little bit confusing because he has he was a receiver for most of the beginning of the year. Um, these last two weeks, he's played almost all of the snaps in the backfield. If you go look at like a snap distribution, like earlier, he wasn't playing the backfield at all. It, it hasn't been like a hybrid thing. he's been in one position or the other, basically. But these last couple of weeks, he has been a, like almost a pure running back. He's been their pass catcher and he's gotten like 12 targets. And especially this past week, he got seven and Ingram got a pair in a game where Taysom Hill was quarterback. I thought that was kind of a positive sign that Hill threw to the running backs nine times. They don't have a lot of receivers last year. Hill was thrown to Michael Thomas a bunch. So Kamara comes back this week. I, you know, just noting Montgomery's targets came out of the backfield in basically in the role, the the high routes roll out of the backfield that Kamara obviously operates in. And so, yeah, I mean, Kamara definitely still has seven target upside. If Montgomery just did it last week was for like short term. That's just a note that I want to make. Also, he gets the jets. I mean, come on. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to run the offense through him. They kind of have to, right?
1: Yeah. Um, to just sort of broadly, uh, uh, at least just a little bit more for for like a, from a future perspective, I also think that like Kamara is like the situation is a little unchanged, right? Like, I mean, what made what what made DeAndre Swift so exciting where we were getting him in the third, right? Like, kind of fast catching ability, good breakaway speed. You know, you can pencil him in for a decent rushing and receiving work- workload. Like, that's kind of feels like where we're going to get with Kamara, and people are going to be out on him because he got hurt. Right? So, like,
2: I would caution with Kamara
1: before
2: Mm -hmm. he went down before he got hurt he was not popping in anything except yards per route run and this Mm. is a guy previously who was popping in stuff like elusive rating and breakaway percentage because he was an incredible runner and when you see that start to come down like it's not that it can't ever come back but you're just kind of it's like there's a headwind there for sure. Where you're expecting a guy's explosiveness as a runner to come back at, like, age 27. Like, I don't like right. that bet. Now, you're still getting the receiving. But, I mean, to me, it's like you kind of want to keep the price yeah. down yeah. I didn't making know that. that bet. That's a great point. I didn't know that. I mean, that reminds me a little bit of, like, chasing... I don't know why Chris Johnson popped into my head, but like that was an explosive <laughs> runner that like once he started losing it, like he, yeah. he, he still was effective at times and he still got volume like with the Cardinals like in his career and stuff. But he was never the same guy, you know? Yeah. Like, and yeah, that's like true if Camara ends up being Zeke from this year, then you're going to be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Upset it goes quick. But I mean, it goes really quick. Right you see these guys like the young guys like Taylor and Swift come into the top five, but that's because the older guys are dropping out. They just fall off a cliff like that. So, you know, and think it, happen about guys like Aaron it happens Foster all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. Aaron Foster is like incredible. And then like two years later, he's an afterthought. Like it just, it goes on. Yeah. Usually Bell. are he's still 29 today. <laughs> <laughs> what the
1: fuck? David Johnson. Um,
2: yeah, this, it's not always because of injury, but injuries usually don't help. Like this comment from a Lawrence running back said, that gets injured usually makes it harder for them to yeah. stay elite. This comment from Lawrence he's a guy that loses magic, loses game when he loses a step. Like, I, I get what he's trying to say. It's kind of a hard comment to parse, but like, there's certain backs that are just like a half a step better than like they're relying on efficiency. I think this is the point I was trying to make with Chris Johnson. Like, he was always the what made him special was the fact that he could just take a, a run to the house from 70 yards out. He had that extra gear. He could turn the corner. And as soon as he lost that, it's like, he's just a dude. You know, he doesn't have anything else. He's not going to run over anybody. There's nothing else there. And I think that's sort of the case with Kamara too, probably. Where like, once you lose, <laughs> he's always been really efficient. As a runner and a receiver, you look at like fancy points over expectation and stuff like that. You lose that. Eckler's that way. As soon as Eckler starts to lose it, we're going to be like, whoa, 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 there's probably not a lot here. Mm-hmm. Zeke, for the break, example, this come lost from it. breakout rage. Zeke so lost it, but Zeke still has like a shit ton of carries at the goal line and stuff. Like he's a little different. Like he can still be somewhat productive. Even when he starts, he can lose three steps and still be somewhat viable, which is sort of annoying, but it's different for backs like Zeke than it is for backs like Kamara.
1: So, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring this conversation back to CMC. But uh, but um, I I I was curious about like. Hey, what... I'm,
0: I'm trying to set you up here for the DMs, and I spelled uh... them all wrong. In this
1: <laughs> manner. Yeah, I, I was I was I was really confused. Like, oh. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, you were DMing about, uh, what we picked yeah. up. I thought you were going to share with the people.
1: Uh, I was, I was hoping, uh, I was hoping you could, uh, let them know, but, uh, we won. Uh, so we create, uh, so we won Los Angeles Chargers defense for $14.
0: Let's fucking Let's go. go against the giants. I mean, come on.
1: And then Three, we four. won, uh, we won Jermichael hasty for, uh, Ooh, 30, that's a nice 35. Yeah.
2: Do we start him over Zeke? <laughs> <laughs> Not not don't
0: get me with a good time. That's, I, that
2: realizes I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, yeah, and I'm, I'm very open to it. I'm very open to it. <laughs> um, if, if Mitchell and Wilson are both out, yeah, we start. We're starting hazy. We're starting hazy. <laughs> you start. You you bet on talent. You bet on talent. Yeah, you bet exactly. So
1: he's the Zeke. <laughs> the only, I mean, I mean, look, like the only, the only talent we genuinely see from Zeke is like the ability to put away like six pumpkin pies, man. Like, 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 oh, like no. <laughs> um, Tony Pollard, uh, to, might be yeah. It's
2: just, so if he's out, then we probably got to play Zeke.
1: Yeah. If Tony
2: Pollard's out, we're
1: playing Zeke. Yeah. Um, I, I, I the only reason, I, uh, so just to bring this back, only reason I wanted to go back to CMC is because, um. I, I I did want to ask like about how his like auxiliary metrics are going because from an FBOE perspective, he's not having like a good year. Um, to where you think like like his numbers versus like last year, even on a per game basis, are pretty like low this year. And I don't know if that's because he tried playing through injury or something, but like he's, I mean he's he's looking a lot more like just a dude than you would think. Like he, he still like he genuinely runs route run among running backs. So you know.
2: He doesn't rate well. I mean,
1: uh, is, that, is that like on a per game basis or like I mean, per route basis? I mean, per, per route basis, okay. Um, I mean, do do you think that that's a little bit skewed because he's only run like seven routes because he's always hurt? Like, no. like is is, is that like a new dominant?
2: I'll pull up his sample. His sample.
1: Yeah, if, if you wouldn't mind, that, that, I appreciate that. I mean, the only the, the only like the only reason I'm bringing it or at least trying to fud CMC a little bit is because <laughs> is because. Um, uh, it's be
0: careful, Gretch doesn't like it when you say you're
2: trying to, yeah, yeah.
1: I know, but uh, what, was looking,
2: what's he, what was he saying? He said he's uh, Christian McCaffrey,
1: yeah, because 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 he's I think that like, there's block like a
2: Christian McCaffrey,
1: <laughs>
2: is that what you said?
1: I mean, did you see the GQ cover? <laughs>
2: fud. I swear to god, Pete just said that twice, but never... no, but fud, fud, fud. Fud, oh, yeah, fud, fud.
1: yeah, because because I because like the only the only reason I'm bringing this up is because there's probably a one to one, um. Uh, or at least close to a one to one here with CMC and Saquon, right? Uh, because, because Saquon seemed to be back on track until like he had that ankle injury and he's just never been the same. So I, w- I wanted to get your guys' takes because, like, we're talking about you know the consensus 101 and the former 101. Um, you know, i'm also very them... out
2: on the saquon's done take i think the saquon's done yeah. take is wrong he's just straight up wrong I, i've watched some of yeah. these games for to do you know like i've had to blurb some giants games i'm way behind on the video so enjoy the You're history laughing. was that what i said to to <laughs> that was christian when you were McCaffrey? trying to fuck christian mckever yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so <laughs> i think the saquon's done take is bad first of all he leads the league in breakaway percentage He's yeah, he's made some really nice plays. He looks elusive out there when I watch him. I'm like, he looks like Saquon. He's left with uh, an ankle injury. They worked him back in from an ACL tear. He came back off an ACL tear this year, and he's still playing pretty well. And there you could see a coaching upgrade. Joe Judge looking likely to get fired uh obviously if freddie kitchens gets renewed as the oc we're, we're not going to be back in but there's like outs to him having a much better situation potentially a quarterback change i mean that's at least an option right i, I think that if we're getting him at that what the two three turn maybe sign me up god please i also just wanted to say i don't think chris mccaffrey and saquon barkley are the same discussion i i agree with what pat said but barkley has risk baked in because he's like another one of these players that we have to rely on for efficiency, basically, right? Like McCaffrey is Marshall Fault. Like every time he plays, he has the thousand thousand, you know, season potential. He, all this dude has to do is stay healthy for sixteen games again at some point, and he's going to be a top three running back, period. Full stop. Like literally just has to stay healthy. It's just a question of health. I I I don't there's I I don't see any, like, he's a, an elite route runner. He's a different player than any other running back. I, like, that's my take, at least. I don't think it's the same as Barkley. I don't think it's the same as any other running back. I think he's a receiver. Like, a literal wide receiver. Like, a Wes Welker, and then also a good running back. Yeah. He's different, and they kind he's, of he's use him like a late-releasing slot receiver. Like, some of the routes they were doing from early in the season, it was so cool. Yeah. Like, he'd come across the field from the backfield. He wouldn't be in the slot. He'd come out of the backfield and then run, like, a slant across the middle and yep. it was like the checkdown route that Darnold was looking to make right would come open right when he was looking to do the check like it was yeah i mean Brady's gone so we're not going to get that kind of cool stuff probably but like i agree i mean his skill set is that of a receiver uh he has a 2.91 yards per route run which is off the charts uh is and he's good? run it's it's crazy good yeah <laughs> 2.91 like 2.91 yards per route run this year
1: uh, but this is, I mean, this yeah. is why I was asking about like the denominator issue. Cause it just sounds like, like that's high. And like, it's like,
2: he's run 118 routes, which isn't a ton, but like Patterson, Cordell Patterson this year is around 179. So it's not like he's run, you know, that, that many less than, I mean, Patterson's, uh, I think a fair comparison, right? Alvin Kamara's run 181, been banged up. Eggler's run 312, so that would be like a full sample. Right, it's it was not like right. the most full sample ever, but like he's leading all running backs. Like he's not done. He's still doing what we think he's elite at. I, I, I'm gonna love an off season where I get to be somehow the only high guy on Christian McCaffrey. I'll just tell you right now, I'm gonna be free. the only high guy, Ben. What are yeah, you're you kicking too. me off sorry. the bandwagon. The <laughs> sorry, sorry, man? sorry. You just booting me up. <laughs> it's Christian like, McCaffrey. Just it, I feel Pat. I feel like we're taking crazy pills because like everyone we talked to is like, yeah, no, Christian McCaffrey oh. is not a top two pick anymore, and it's like that's just. Oh
1: uh, I, I mean, yeah so 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 i guess I should, uh so the take is probably not that he's not a top two pick what i'm saying is the 1 or 2 is far less settled than it should than it should actually be then you should say christian McCaffrey and wipe your hands of it because i i like i think that there's um that there's probably more downside risk for him at that point i mean obviously it's the 1 or 2 right like where where you're going to get ideas like oh what if we actually get a quarterback who's actually willing to throw down the field right because because the panthers have lost games in service of getting Christian McCaffrey to a thousand thousand. Like, there are bad habits from Sam Darnold and Cam Newton where he they just force feed CMC targets and he goes nowhere. He'll catch the ball and go three yards and get hit and like about at the line of scrimmage and then it'll happen again and again. And then they're gonna punt. And then but the next time you look up, the Panthers are losing the game, right? So, at some point, this team should try and win football games, which it isn't I, doing. I, and and and, I, and David Tepper I, is not gonna be pretty happy. With, I disagree
2: yeah, disagree. Uh, yeah. Every every year of his career, he's averaged over eight yards a catch. Like, yeah, like he's he, been he over seven values. yards a target four years in a row, which like the a- league average for running back is like six. Like no one's throwing check downs to Christian McCaffrey gets tackled the line of scrimmage. He's running option routes and one-on-one coverage against a linebacker like Pat just described. Basically, Wes Welkering it in out routes and getting open and then turning up field for seven yards. Like, yes. it's, they're passing. He's an asset. He's not a, a yeah. liability. Yeah, he helps the team. He helps the team. He's really good at football. What's a song? What does this, this take? I feel like I'm taking
3: crazy.
0: Is though. Christian McCaffrey Australian?
2: <laughs> is this one of this Yeah. Year? Is he Canadian? We need to figure out which non-American English speaking countries. Even if they bring in a quarterback that can push downfield and DJ Moore has a great season and all those things, he's still going to be their slot receiver underneath that moves the chains and they go to one third down because he wins in one-on-one coverage. Like if they have if they have a quarterback like a receiver. If they have a quarterback who can push the ball downfield he could have like 30 fantasy points per game next year. Yeah. That's good for him because yeah. if they're pushing the ball downfield it's going to open up stuff underneath. Like he's in he's been in the terrible he's had Sam Darnold, Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton with his arm falling off. These have been his quarterbacks. Like we should be we should be like viewing the upside from here not the downside. He's dealt with injuries throughout the last 2 years. His receiving role with a new coaching uh, staff did not change at all. And the NFL, like they're gonna just copy whatever the guy's deal is. McCaffrey, it's like you're taking over, you know, if Rule isn't back. But whoever ends up coordinating the offense is just gonna look at McCaffrey and go, Yeah, we give him all the touches. He gets used a ton in the receiving game. That's I'm not gonna break this. I'm not I don't want to be seen as the guy who didn't get it. So I'm gonna do what everyone else did. Like if it's working, don't you know, don't mess with it. It's kind of the way most of these NFL situations go.
1: Hassan. <laughs> so, so, so I mean, so it's actually, so it's actually, uh I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask if there's like a cause and effect going on here, right? Like the cause being because you have a bad quarterback, is he getting a, like a ton of these targets? Right. And that's where like, we don't have that as an answer. Right. Like that, that's like, that's what I'm saying. That's where the downside risk is baked into. Right. Like it's, I, 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 like I know the rest of it, but but what I'm saying is, is there's like a very real possibility. It's DJ Moore plus Robbie Anderson, right? like who are gonna be what it is maybe I mean Terrace marshall sucks but like maybe they decide to make him like 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 this slot guy or whatever like you, like there's a lot of like uncertainty from the future that you let that, that like I wanted to push back on if only because they like you know you're, you're talking about this like dedicated slot role but well, maybe they decide to curtail his role maybe they see like giving him this incredible workload is why he's getting hurt and they see him as an asset so maybe yeah like maybe like um he's still part of the reason that you get there but like his um bigger games are going to be a lot more spotty, right? Like, I understand, like, why you wanted to see the upside there, but I'm saying that the, the, the downside risk there is real to where you can't necessarily have him as just, like, pencil him as, like, the one or two and then call it because that's, like, assuming that you're right, right? And then, like, the second you go all in on Christian McCaffrey, uh, like, whenever you get him a one or two and then you're wrong, then it's like, well... Well, so that's you know, why he, I you know, like yeah. the pick so
2: much is that I don't even think you need to be right because if you're right, he should have been the 101, like... Clearly, should have been the 101 because he's going to have a bigger role than Taylor, and you're betting on Taylor to, to sustain this, you know, historic yeah. run that he's it's, on, which, like, I don't want to bet against, but it's, you know, you need him to be really, really efficient. Whereas McCaffrey, if he gets the workload we're thinking about, he should have been the 101, and if he doesn't, he's still probably getting like 18, 19 expected points per game. It should have been the 106. Like, oh no. Well, that's. <laughs>
0: So what how do you how do you view that cuz I feel like it that was a similar um you know risk reward proposition we were making with Saquon this year you know where yeah. it's like if he's fully healthy and the volume's there he should be the 102 um now I mean if you redraft this season like where should Saquon go third fourth round like or e- is that even being generous like so where where on that spectrum has the Saquon stuff hit
2: well, I mean, the Saquon stuff. We also had the risk of we had to bake in the risk of you know his role getting uh, increased post ACL tear. Uh, and you also the stuff with Saquon, like, does he sprain his ankle? Because right before he sprained yeah. his ankle, he looked like he was about to go on a run. Yeah. So it's like that's the type of stuff where, like, if he doesn't sprain his ankle, knowing what we know about just like how bad. The giants offense is going to be like he's probably he should probably be like the 210 like he should still be like drafted pretty highly based on you know i don't know i guess i i'm assuming kind of a world in which he the healthiness we we're not viewing him like we're viewing him right now because i'm out on the narrative that he's done i think the narrative yeah. that he's done is really driven yeah. by the fact that he sprained his ankle
0: yeah um Switching gears, uh, Blair, I know you wrote in the zero RB watch about the Seahawks backfield this week. I feel like they're one of the more interesting backfields right now. Obviously Russ looking better. This offense could greatly improve. We know Pete Carroll loves to fucking rely on the run game. If people are trying to mine this backfield for fantasy production down the stretch, do you have any leans?
2: Yeah. I lean penny. Um, you know, I think seeing him finish the whole game healthy is a good sign and it seems like that's who Seattle wants to use if they could, right? Um I mean I know Peterson got more carries, but I don't think he's a long term solution there. So I I would expect to see Penny get even get worked in even more. So he would be he'd be where I would go and really outside of him I don't have much interest <laughs> in yeah Seahawks.
0: Yeah, Alex Collins was limited today in practice. Uh, I mean, he was a he was a healthy scratch last week, right? So, uh, how how do you envision that split this week as far as Peterson versus versus Penny? Because Peterson got a ton of carries, what or, or not a ton, but he was just incredibly inefficient. Was he like ten yeah. for twenty six? It was like eleven week? for
2: sixteen. It was like one Yeah, and a half yeah it yard was awful. Carry. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now they I have mean, this
0: incredibly plush matchup against the Texans.
2: For sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect Peterson to get that many carries. We saw Penny also take his one target, 27 yards, I want to say. So if he's looking explosive on a lot of the plays he's involved in, um, you know, coaches remember that stuff. You'd see him get more involved. Yeah
0: any any Seattle takes here guys
2: I agree I like the Penny take for sure yeah. yeah I'm excited about Penny I was looking around he wasn't available in any uh spot where I could add him but um cuz like people have been stashing him and none of my co-managers will let me have Rashad Penny ever like I was looking <laughs> at him in our in the FBG and it looks like we couldn't add him because we dropped him and we Twelve or something. Yeah, I mean, how many that times have we added it <laughs> dropped or dropped for Sean penny? <laughs> but it's gonna. That's too I mean, perfect. I like the. I think I don't know where I made the joke, but like the amount of times that we've hyped this dude up and the amount of times it's hit is like, and it's an infinity ratio, right? Like nothing's ever happened. Like, and we've talked about him fifty times. But you do have to look at like where we're at now, and where we're at now is the Seattle backfield is completely barren. They're turning to Adrian Peterson. He looks. Worse than you could have even guessed he looked. He looked so <laughs> fucking bad. Uh, the penny usage wasn't great. You know, Homer ran a couple more routes, but he did run some routes. He got one green zone touch, but Peterson got four and Homer got two. I mean, they had seven green zone touches. They only gave one to, to Penny, which drove me a little nuts. But, you know, Pete Carroll saying he made it through the game okay. They're going to – like, like he's the obvious answer to, like like, who could be valuable in this backfield. It's not Peterson. It's not Homer who, you know, is – you know, scoring long touchdowns on punt, you know, fake punts. But other than that is he's a, a two minute drill back. I mean, there's no one like Collins had a hundred yard game earlier, but he's looked like dust for like a month now since that Steelers game where he looked pretty good. Uh, I mean, do Penny's you think the way that do you see that? it similar at all to, to kind of the way Foreman got installed also with Peterson? It's like the first mm-hmm. Peterson played ahead of him, And then, yeah. It's kind of like that. It makes you look better by by comparison is what what we're saying. (laughs) Oh, our other option is Adrian Peterson? All right, (laughs) you're
1: in. Go get him. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Yeah, it makes me a little bit more bullish on potential role growth just because, like, they have to be seeing what we saw and also another team just saw what we saw to the
1: point that they cut him. Yeah. Oh, poor DJ Dallas gets no love. (laughs) Ben didn't even say his name. (laughs) By the way, uh,
2: we were bashing on Trevor Lawrence earlier, and I think that's when my internet was really lagging. And I wanted to just uh, throw out throw out a little quiz for you. Since 2019, you guys name the quarterbacks that have been less efficient in EPA per play than Trevor Lawrence. Rookie quarterbacks. None.
1: Zach Wilson <laughs> probably, but that's about two.
2: <laughs> not. Uh, oh, Zach so Wilson. Says... Yeah, Zach Wilson this year. Yes, that's that's okay. One of them. But
1: that's one of the two, and then it's one of the three.
2: There's three, uh, including Zach Wilson. The other two aren't this year, so it's not. The other two are not team this team year.
1: year. Okay. Um, and and you said it goes back how many years? Two years?
2: Just to 2019. So yeah, two years. Oh, 2019. Uh, was Deshaun I was Kaiser start... in that year? First first rounders, first rounders. Mm. Okay.
1: Josh Allen's probably one of them.
2: Mm-mm. Josh Allen was more efficient.
1: Dwayne Any Haskins. Dwayne, Dwayne was, Haskins. That's Dwayne Haskins guess. was. Dwayne Haskins Whoa.
2: was less efficient, but more accurate by completion percentage over expected. Oh my God, Rosen,
0: Rosen, Rosen was was Rosen.
2: less efficient and less accurate. He's the only one who was less efficient <laughs> and less accurate. Wow. And that's it. Everyone else is more efficient and more accurate than Trevor Lawrence has been.
0: And how I how much are can we assign? I really want to assign more blame, uh, more blame on Urban Myers. I just I want. Yeah, to be
1: bad. I mean. I'm going to, but, it, but it's genuinely very funny saying, uh, you know, this guy who everyone's been hyping up just looks like dust. <laughs> I think it's I think there's uh, there's there's more bits to be mined there than we're not
2: good at the quarterback evaluation <laughs> stuff, man. We're just not good. Yeah. At that. That's <laughs> I, actually one of the
1: things I'm I'm most yeah. pissed at myself about.
2: Like I've been on that train. We can't do this very well for a couple of years now. But then I was like, this this class is like a historic quarterback class. Like we should we should bake that into like our. Why did I do that? We it. We uh, we we're not good at it. So Justin Dude. Herbert last year, we missed. We missed yeah. on the on the bad side last year. I mean, yeah. yeah like everyone was talking about Herbert this offseason. Exactly I mean, gonna be this hey, but
0: like I I get it. But so I just do the thought experiment. I know this is mm-hmm. is cliche, but Trevor Lawrence with Belichick, yeah, and he's Mack Jones in Trevor. Lawrence. I mean, and Mac Jones it, looks yeah. horrible. Is it Trevor Lawrence absolutely fucking balling out with the Pats yes,
2: right now? 100%. I think he probably is doing yeah. pretty well with the Pats, but Mac Jones know. is like second in completion percentage over expected and this year. Uh, no, I
0: I get that. He's it's been t- that's why I'm, I'm trying to untangle it. because I. If he was it. under Urban Meyer,
2: he would be trying to throw left-handed, Pat. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I mean... Did you guys read the the article where like Kyle Shanahan said something about like wanting Mac Jones at 103 and then he walked it back like like he like, like immediately went on like an apology tour kind of like 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 I thought I thought that, that was uh, an interesting thing for him to have done like he made like an off-handed comment where he was like yeah you know we wanted Mac Jones or whatever but you know like he's like he's trying to like absolve himself of blame there like I was curious if you guys think Kyle Shanahan can actually survive this level of mistake. If,
2: guess, if,
1: if, 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 if Trey Lance is not like particularly good, like three, three first level mistake.
2: Well, he I mean, probably I think bailed already, out
0: by it not being a great quarterback class.
2: I like, I think pretty objectively, you already have to say that like, to some degree, it's failed because they they traded a ton to move up. There was all this talk; they didn't know who the pick was even going to be. Then you could say, "Oh well, they they did think it was going to be Lance all along." But then they haven't played him his whole rookie year, and I think that's yeah. crazy for how much draft capital they gave up. He's not going to get fired because, like, coaches get this type of you know he he's the one drafted Lance. They're going to find out if if Lance is good next year. But I think you're right, It's so like if Lance has a bad year next year, Shannon's is probably
1: fired after 2022. The, cr- yeah, the crazy good, thing
0: yeah. has, has Shanahan hasn't even given himself a chance yet to see if he's right or not. That's what's so weird.
2: Um, I think at this point he doesn't want to because Garoppolo's playing well though too. Like Gar- I mean, he's not. he's still yeah. Garoppolo, but he's playing pretty well. So
1: why would but you? think you're probably yeah.
2: making the playoffs with the Garoppolo. So,
1: uh, yeah, and that, but then that brings up the issue, which is like, all right, so what's wrong with your internal evaluation to where you felt the need to go spend three first on this guy? Right? Like, it's this isn't. I, I, I see the parallels to a lot of people calling this like the Mahomes v uh, v Alex Smith type like you know uh, type of stuff, but like the bigger difference and the issue there is that Mahomes um, probably had more pass attempts in like one season at Texas like Texas Tech than like Trey Lance has had his entire like collegiate career. Well, and that also worked out
2: really well because that's
1: like the number one. They were like, able outcome.
2: to trade Smith. And all these things, but also like Mahomes won the MVP the very next year. So you didn't really have to answer a lot of questions. But if you if we look at this in hindsight, like we have to say what like unequivocally, and I was in the camp that they should just roll with Alex Smith that year because Smith was playing pretty well. I thought, you know, rather than go to a rookie, I thought there's people saying they needed to go to Mahomes that season, gave him more upside. Unequivocally, now I think you have to look back and say, they made a mistake not playing Patrick Mahomes in his rookie season. They went to the playoffs that year. And similar to the Niners, if Lance is Mahomes in the future, that we're going to look back and say they went to the playoffs that year. They squandered an opportunity when Jimmy Garoppolo didn't get them out of the first round, just like Alex Smith didn't that season. When they had this other quarterback who could have been that they could have won the Super Bowl that year, Patrick Mahomes' yep. rookie year. You can't yeah. say it unequivocally though. Like you can say it's probably it's true. Okay. I know, I know. Okay, unequivocally like, is a little bit dramatic. You're right because <laughs> you don't know how much you know. Yes, he won the MVP, but after sitting the year after like getting in the second off season like maybe that ultimately I tend to think that you're right and that they they should have played them like that seems like rather obvious but like to play devil's advocate on it like it could have been the case that the plan actually was very beneficial for Mahomes like that's possible
0: it, I mean isn't the take it seems like most smart people agree that obviously quarterback's the most important position in football teams should be taking more stabs on these guys and stockpiling them and trying to hit on a generational quarterback. However, Shanahan falls in love with these guys and gives up all this draft capital to move up and completely wipes out the edge of stockpiling these guys. Isn't, Isn't that kind of the dilemma here? Like grabbing a guy like Land at cost isn't bad, but you know, you know, selling the farm off to get him and then not playing him. Doesn't make sense. right?
2: Exactly. But it's only, what well, it's, it's week. We're entering week 14 of the guy's rookie year. Like the idea that they haven't played him, you know? Yeah. They haven't played him a ton in his rookie year, but he's getting a lot out of Garoppolo right now. And there was a comment about how uh, Shanahan's a fake sharp. Like, I don't think he's like a true kind of football genius, but he's not a fake sharp. I mean, he's Jimmy Garoppolo is not, great he's not no. like he's like he's probably worse than kirk cousins right and he's get and he's playing extremely efficiently this year in the shanahan system the shanahan system works i think it's a well-designed system i think he's he's got his weaknesses but like he can get really good play out of kind of whatever quarterbacks so uh he's not oh, right. a fake That's, sharp to, but to but to pete's point then he could have sat at 12 and drafted mac jones if he can get whatever he wants out of his yeah. quarterback the the issue is the trading all of that draft capital yeah. and not even having a plan for for who the fuck he just drafted. Like, why yeah. you don't know if he had a plan? He's a liar. I mean, the guy's clearly. A <laughs> <Yeah. fucking> liar.
1: <laughs> well, he kind of well, had a
2: plan all along. And then he felt embarrassed about how in on he in on Trey Lancey was in the get-go and had to make it look like No, he was the plans a are not draft. playing during I I mean the the plan regarding after picking him. They're still yeah. playing Jimmy Garoppolo in week 15. Like what the what is that doesn't make yeah. any sense it, with I all mean, that draft capital that in that like just take a quarterback in 2022. I understand it's a worst class and like whatever else. There's probably other reasons, but like what you're not even playing him this but, year. It's one of his four years of his rookie contract. Like you're just accelerating this clock to where you're gonna have to give him a mega extension if he's good. And it's just, like none of sense. And
1: we also just him, lost to Seattle. Like yeah. as Andrew mentioned. <laughs> yeah. it like, and it
0: it's it's like too, is it part of when you're drafting trey lance like if he was a fully fleshed out prospect he goes one-on-one right like if he has all the tools that you need then he's the one-on-one pick he's a project which is why he went where he went it isn't the point of a project to get him out there and and work out the kinks and, and work through that knowing that the payoff if he does turn into a justin herbert or josh allen is massive like i thought that was the thesis of the play
1: yeah. So Pete, I'm going to agree with you, especially because they had that four game losing streak way back at the start of the season, right? They had like a pretty tough stretch, like Packers, they lost twice to the Seahawks. Um, they had the cards and then the Colts. And like, at that point, the schedule softens up slightly to where it's like, all right, we've given Trey Lance six weeks. We could probably turn it to him and see what we've got. We're ready two and four on the outside of the playoffs, looking in type of stuff, right? Like,
0: but they've already done the, you know, incredible yeah. team, serviceable quarterback, gets them to the Super Bowl, and it's not yeah. enough because they can't win a shootout with a high-powered offense from the AFC.
2: Nope. and I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like Garoppolo has played well, but I kind of feel like they got to that point where they played Lance, and Lance did not throw the ball well in that game. He ran a ton. He yeah. looked somewhat dynamic. He was not a good passer. I honestly kind of yeah. feel like it got to a point where Shanahan was like, he's not ready, one, but two, like – It's going to look real fucking bad if I run him out here the rest of this year and we lose a bunch of games because he's throwing a bunch of picks. Like he can't throw the ball. And I traded all these picks for him. Like I think they're like some of it was like self preservation. They've left Garoppolo in. They might now make the playoffs. Things have went well as well with that decision. But it was like the conservative play to try to make the playoffs and lose in the first round or whatever and then not get fired and then have 2022 to hopefully get Lance (laughs)
3: like
2: figured out so that he's playing good football in 2022. Because honestly, like it could have went really bad this year if they played Lance. But the way, I mean, I, I still really like Lance too. I'm not completely out of yeah. either. But the way he looked in that one game, I think there's some fear that like, okay, if we run this guy out the rest of the year, he looks horrible for how much we gave up for him and all the talk this offseason. I'm going to get fired at the end of this year. Like he was kind of putting that, which is kind of a sharp move. Like, you know, (laughs) Um, you play play to stay alive. Like, you know, yeah, 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 right. It's easy to say you have a plan, like when you're making the pick, but when it comes down to, you know, choosing who to start that's going to give you who you think is going to give you the best chance to to win games, then your plans kind of go out the window, right? Ben's right. They're disappointed with what they saw. I mean, I think we're all a little mm-hmm. disappointed with what we saw as him with him as a passer. He's not he's not where he needs to be. And, you know, I just looked up where Garoppolo is, uh, sixth in EPA per play this year. He's ahead of Herbert, he's ahead of Mahomes. Like he's actually been very efficient. Now, within the context of a of this system that limits play volume, and he's not been very efficient or not been very accurate at all. Uh, just 1.3 uh, completion percentage over expected, which is like fine, but not, I think it's probably like 25th or something in the league. Like it's very whatever, but that to me is like the whole Shanahan magic. So you can get that out of Garoppolo to Ben's point. You can get another year to see what you have in Lance. You get the full off season with them. And also like they are going to lose in the first round of the playoffs at best with Lance. So it does kind of make sense on some level just to try to get there, see if you can get some juice out of Garoppolo and maybe you're raising Garoppolo's trade price, right? Cause you got to figure out yeah. what to do there. So,
1: I mean, not not so, fake so I guess, so I guess like uh, <laughs> just a Shanahan uh, defense. <laughs> so 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 I mean, so like Shanahan kind of had like a good cover that he could have used, which is like Kittle got hurt, my offense didn't work. I wanted to he mustard, he didn't work out. You know, like he had a, like a bunch of baked in excuses as to why this was a bad year. There's been some key injuries on defense, so we just decided to treat it as a lost season, right? Um. I like Pat's point about the raising Garoppolo's trade value, and like I guess the question is, a team like the Steelers, who are kind of built to win, could use Saints. Garoppolo, right? The Saints is another are another team, but like who's really offering what you would need and has the gap? Like I don't think either team Panthers. has a the gap space. Rules got to uh, save his job now. But dude, he's on his Nah man, he's done. Is like, he I better really better than I Sam really
2: I mean, I'm yeah. sorry, you just said his completion no, percentage over expectation isn't even that great. Like, the two picks he threw last well, week Well, Darnold's is really bad. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they... still, like, Garoppolo feels like the same move as Darnold. And... Darnold's is yeah, minus yeah. 5.2 on the season, which is 33rd, <laughs> ahead of only Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor Simeon. Oh, so Zach Wilson's actually been more accurate than Trevor Lawrence. My God. <laughs> oh, is, my God. Uh, is uh Bridgewater accurate? Because there's another name that, that caroline is just going to cycle in the new Bridgewater. Maybe like maybe Bridgewater is accurate. He ranks ninth in in He yeah. This she year. Always looks good accurate. in that stat. Like Garoppolo's Garoppolo, seventeenth. like the new Bridgewater. Yeah, he's he's like basically he's between like Matt Ryan and Daniel Jones. You know what I mean? Like he's not. Uh, he's just he's ahead of Jared Goff, but behind Kirk Cousins. Like, and if anybody wants to see three where you really hilarious it. interceptions, go look up the three picks he's thrown in the last two weeks. Garoppolo, they they all hit the yeah. defender in the chest. They were horrible plays. All it three was, of them. It was he's, it, done, a, he's, he's done a lot well, but they were bad. He's thrown three really bad picks. The last he'll two weeks. wash out in Carolina for sure, but that doesn't mean they won't trade for him.
1: Daddy, <laughs> <laughs> Daddy you know, had like every a every
2: quarterback. They probably will. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Ready, uh, Jimmy does feel like a stealer When you said yeah. that, I—I I mean, you, tr- I tried that on for size in my head, and I was like, like a glove. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, I mean, that,
2: that's that probably feels the better so one. So yeah. good. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy starting ahead of Mason Rudolph next year. That, that's yeah, right. yeah, uh, this feels right. During the about,
1: Spider-Man meme, though.
2: What
0: about this one too, uh, yeah. Trey Sermon? I mean, another just fucking bizarre Dude. run out for the 49ers there.
1: I can't believe Trace still got shooters, man. Like, what the heck? What's going <laughs> on here? I, actually, I don't agree
2: with this necessarily. Like, they they took a shot in the third round, and I and Josh Norris is pointing out that they, they actually yeah. traded a fourth and a fifth to get that third. So they spent a fourth and a fifth on Sermon and a sixth on Mitchell. And then the, Mitchell's good. Mitchell's good. So they're like, they saw that Mitchell was good before we did, and they're like, sweet, one of the but two that- guys is good, and then they played the good guy that is, that's fine, but it's the that.
0: same thing with the trey lance thing It's the using no, it's multiple picks to go that's what you should and to do. get an asset you should not two picks to go up and get a running back pat no
2: yeah with a fourth and a fifth round pick that's exactly what you should do with those that's that's like a really sharp move to to take you could have taken very low value picks. two running backs with a pat, fourth and a fifth round pick would have right been just as good as sermon to
0: to use two picks to draft a guy that you then don't use.
2: I'm saying if you use if you use your fourth, fifth, and sixth round picks on a running back, use them on three class. running backs. Use yeah, only on two running. Backs. Backs. Yeah, use it on a a three on three running backs.
0: That now we're in it. You don't need no, two no whatever. What, <laughs> I'm on saying on you,
2: if, if you want to use those on two running backs, that's totally fine. Especially if you find a really good running back, like they did it. They they this was a hit. They they crushed. <laughs> I will. This every an off awesome draft class for them in the running back position. To...
0: I mean, you better fucking nail the running back if you're using two picks Not if it's a up. fourth and a
2: fifth, man.
1: Uh, Kyle, Dude, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan is terrible at like a value. Like he took Debo Samuel ahead of AJ Brown and he a whole bunch the of other issues. same thing with
0: Joe Williams back in the day. They yeah. tried to make the same mistake over and over. It's so bad. Joe, move. That was
2: a fourth round pick. That's fine. You They traded up.
0: They used Whatever. They traded up.
1: They trade. Okay, I mean, you- so there's just how are not you
0: defending fr- trading up to draft bad running backs? Like you the
1: guy who never
2: played. Sure, never played.
0: Some of the worst moves they've ever made.
2: They're not. They're 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 like the expected value of the picks that you're killing them for trading away. That doesn't away mean the picks are don't matter that- at
1: all. It's- but, like, he took, he took Trey Sermon ahead of Michael Carter and Ramondre Stevenson and Kenny Gainwell. Like, guys who fucking Debbie players are, like, in yeah, yeah, on ahead of Trey Sermon. Sermon is a
2: bad pick, I think. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have taken Sermon there. You guys know how excited I was about Stevenson and Gainwell. Like, Sermon's not my guy at all. At all.
1: But yeah, I don't so, think like, there's
2: anything wrong with taking a fourth and a fifth, trading no, up, taking a stab and then taking you're a missing guy it. Could the, you, the have taken, is, you could have taken Gainwell and Stevenson with a fourth and fifth round pick. Yeah, it's the like, same
0: thing at a fantasy draft. You wouldn't trade your tenth and eighth round pick to move up to draft a sixth round running back because the probability of that back yeah, hitting is similar. You're, to You're the
2: assigning back too much value to the picks there. It's like if you if you took it, your if you took your sixteenth and thirteenth and got an eleventh.
1: No, which no, I might but, do. But the, no. The, this isn't a, no, this isn't a pick value yeah. discussion. It's it's the ability to be overconfident in what you assume is your scouting talent. And not and like Kyle Shanahan being arrogant in that. Like he is assuming he understands what he's looking for, and he doesn't, right? Like and he's shown this multiple yeah, he times does. by he does. No, he he does got pick. Elijah Mitchell
2: in the sixth round, is a perfect fit for his offense. It was a okay. Mike Michael it, Carter's it a better straight up for him though. Michael Carter's right. a, uh, <laughs> Michael <laughs> Carter's a better pick.
1: <laughs> like, 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 like that's the issue, right? Is that is that like 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 Kyle Shanahan lacks the humility to understand like, to accept that this is an actual leak. And instead he's actually making statements with it, right? I mean, and, and this is where this is where it gets interesting because he does do these things.
0: Pat that whatever running back the 49ers put behind that offensive line crushes. You cannot say that trading up two picks to draft a guy that sucks was smart just because they hit on another guy. They could put Jeff Wilson back there. They're gonna put Michael Hasty back there. If you look at their entire running
2: back class, if you look at the whole running back class, what they did, they had a great running back selection. Their running back selections were awesome. I don't I just don't give a shit about like who else are you killing? Like, what other fourth and fifth round picks did you hate? This oh, my like,
1: goodness. Michael Carter just, was a fourth round pick. You not get anything
2: out of him. Yeah, Michael can... Carter's fine. Michael Carter's Gio Bernard. Like, he's fine. You know, it's just not – even Michael Carter, like, you know, boo-hoo, you missed on Michael Carter. It's not that big of a deal. But you're proving the point.
0: All these guys are replaceable behind the 49ers offensive line. You don't need to spend two picks on them. But Grab I a guy on the, the practice squad.
2: The, the other pick could have been, like – uh you know a, a linebacker or something that maybe maybe winds up hitting you get another bullet like the whole point is we take multiple shots right like why use two picks yeah, yeah i guess i've just said like there's lots of teams that trade up you know and do stupid stuff and they trade up in like the first round and you know i think the trade up with the lance thing like that could end up being much much worse you know the, the orders oh it's gonna be worse, worse. it's yeah. gonna be worse but, dude the trade up of like a fourth or a fifth round pick i just think I think a lot of it comes from the fact that we thought Sermon was gonna be the guy and then he wasn't the guy. And now we're kind of like, what the fuck, man? Like, I think that's where some of the whole Twitter take on this comes from. Like he blew it. He blew it. He should have like, why did he trade up for him then? Why did he trade up for him? Well, I don't know. He thought it was gonna be good, and it turns out he's not good. I mean no, people
1: but- did but people did this with Joe Williams too, right? Like, why do you trade up for Joe Williams? He pounding the table like he loves this guy, and then Joe Williams is like, I'm not never playing again, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I'm not even in the camp that Kyle Shanahan's a fake sharp. I think we can easily detach Kyle Shanahan getting the most out of his personnel as a good coach and being a shitty GM, which he's he's proven to be a pretty shitty GM. I
1: yeah. oh, uh, he is Another guy who team. went yeah. into fourth Juba yeah. <laughs> Hubbard.
2: Right. I want to go back <laughs> to uh, the Kyle Shanahan not playing... Uh Lance conversation, just for a second, because Greg in the chat had this comment. This, I, I read it like a few minutes after we moved on, but it says Mike Shanahan traded up for Jay Cutler, finally put him in for a 7-14 and on the playoff bubble, and then they missed the playoffs. That would be the nightmare scenario for Kyle. I think, like, I didn't remember that or know that. Like, that's a um, – it was his fucking dad mm-hmm. that did that. <laughs> wow. Just really good, good call by Greg. Good call by Greg. nice, just nice remember. comment, Greg. Yeah, that's interesting. That's... All right, Khalil Herbert went later.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean,
2: I don't know, this is like all very results based to some extent. Like, I just Jamar
1: Jefferson went later. No, the I...
0: point is, is so they can literally grab will... any running back, any running back would, would succeed. That's not true. It. That's not
1: That's true. I mean, look, you don't no, know
2: who the players are. You'd rather have two picks than one pick, though. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, fine. Like, if I was in charge <laughs> there, I wouldn't have traded a fourth or fifth. For Ty I Johnson uh-huh. I would be bull- trade, I have traded two one. fourths for Ramondre. Let's get the guy. There you go.
0: Pat, Ty Johnson would be balling the fuck out with 20 carries behind the 49ers off. But see, football. I, so <laughs> this is, <laughs> and you know it. And I got you twisted because you're like, no. yes, he would.
2: I just don't think he'd ever get those carries. Like, is there something to the fact that they found a guy in Mitchell that they're actually treating like a workhorse when he never does that. And Mitchell looks really good and he gets used as receiver. Now. Some like, I, I think, you know, the idea that you can put anyone behind there and they'll be fine. Like the running game will probably be fine. Is true, but a guy you know, not think, named I,
0: Mitchell on the 49ers will get 15 plus touches on Sunday and will ball out.
2: He'll be fine. Like, Jamichael Hastie's not going to necessarily ball out, you know?
0: We'll see. I mean, these running backs, they just come in and they ball out behind the 49ers offensive line. It's happened for three straight years.
1: Remember Raheem Mostert? Like, everyone was convinced he was like a nothing, and then like, he showed up and just balled out.
2: If you want to talk about Shanahan missing an eval, I mean, they had that guy on the special teams for like three years until he was like 28 years old. They could it think sounds about like you finally Mostert's
0: come score. around to Kyle Shanahan being very shitty at eval.
2: I mean, I don't know, man. Like, is Bill Belichick shitty at eval because he's missed yes. on like eight? Oh years. Yo, yeah, man? he's the
0: worst. He's fucking
2: good. He why does why does he get so much credit for like getting rid of uh, all these defensive
1: players before they turn because into? Because he, like, like, he, he doesn't like
2: he doesn't do donkey.
1: donkey shit. He doesn't trade he doesn't up. Do donkey shit. Yeah, like, like he's not. He's not like he like understands like the the risk probability of like hitting on players. Like you still need to get players and it's not a trade value issue. It's not like what you're trading the value there. It's like the value is kind of flat. You just are like, I'm just gonna need to take shots on guys. I need warm bodies and see what they do.
0: This is what, this is what, what is triggering me as <laughs> well. They, I'm so, I can't tell if Pat's just being argumentative for the sake of being argumentative, because it's such
2: a weird take. Why are it's... you killing him for the IUC trade? Isn't that way I... worse? no I, i'll kill him for everything i'm just saying the trading up, traded up in the first round bad. for, you for a wide receiver the doghouse. i know my, my whole take is that fourth and fifth round picks don't matter that much and i think it's a weird fantasy focused take to kill a guy for sermon not working the out Patriots because, he, because he hit on mitchell like it's the Patriots has,
0: literally built a dynasty on fourth and fifth round picks mattering and stockpiling them
1: um I, the the entire Legion of okay. Boom came from the they third literally third traded round. back to stop the, the Seahawks. These are picks. like
2: the best example. Their whole yeah. fucking Super Bowl run was built on yeah. day three picks. Basically. Like, yeah,
1: like I I, like, I don't understand where this take is coming. Like like Trey Sermon was the only running back drafted in the third, and he fucking sucks. Literally every running back yeah, drafted was the like, and has Trey been Sermon, good.
2: But if they and that's just this year, though, we'd love it. We'd love it. But they didn't. <laughs> yeah, fine fine but i just but the move itself of like there's a guy in the third i want to trade a, a fourth and fifth to go get the guy in the third like i just don't really that doesn't bother me that much
0: pat is now a robust rb drafter this is the new reality we live in
2: <laughs> i don't know i mean look it, i, I do get say, your like, point a little bit back. I, like, I mean i it, it, i get look, the point look, i'm not saying take a fourth and fifth you should always trade into the third round like, that's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying if you trade out of the third round for a fourth and fifth, that's a bad move. That's not what I'm saying either. On, on balance, that's going to be a better move over time. But the idea that, like, the guy traded up for a fourth and a fifth, he trades into the third, he better be right, man. He better be right. Like, no, he doesn't have to be right. It's a third round pick. Like, you but- miss on those all the time. He traded a fourth and a fifth to get there. You miss on those all the time. It is what it is. Like, it's not that big a deal to do that one time and be wrong and like so what if he was also wrong in the fourth round on Joe Williams like you know he's found he found Matt Breida undrafted he found Raheem Mostert undrafted like that's yeah, the whole point that, that that's part point. of it is the whole point. He can yeah. find <laughs>
0: anyone he can find yeah. Tevin Coleman in
2: free yeah but just because you can find, find those guys too doesn't mean you don't look for guys like he also signed you, Tevin you Coleman them, as a you free just agent. don't
0: give two picks for up for them. That's the point. <laughs>
2: I thought your point was you can't bash him for the sermon pick in the same draft where he got a good running back. But if your your take is that because he's so good at finding running backs that it's okay that he missed, I'm saying I'm saying he takes RB. a lot. Of, like he, he takes a lot of cheap, for cheap. He takes a lot of cheap stabs at running back, but like and some of them hit and some of them don't. And that I don't wasn't have a, big a cheap problem. stab though. That's the point. I think it is a cheap stab. That's my that's my whole. Yes, it, it is. I think a fourth and a fifth round pick together are combined the value that's still pretty cheap if you see something they must have seen something in sermon where they're like this no guy but your be... argument
0: is a fourth a fifth and a sixth round pick was the stab for that's two but that's argument. for two
2: guys but that's for two guys no you
0: one hit that fourth fifth and sixth yeah. to get one good so, guy so okay
2: so so let me ask you that do you think that elijah mitchell was worth a fourth a fifth and a sixth round pick no! for what they got no not even close. I, I think it i think he i think sure i think yeah they I think he probably did is yeah, yeah i think that's like I mean, you're now you, you have a cost to a good running back for yeah for no, those because three they picks. could have like, gotten you, you Mitchell's trade production value. from anyone. They could have gotten Mitchell's production from See, that's a guy they I don't buy. That's what I don't buy. I think Mitchell's really good and like he's you if know they want to trade Elijah second, but... Mitchell. You don't think they would get a fourth, fifth, and sixth? Like I think yeah, I mean maybe get, I don't think they would th- equivalent.
1: No, no one, no one is trading for these guys. No way. No fourth, way.
2: There's no chance. Get, yeah, but that's that's hard. Like they no one trades anything for anyone in the NFL. Run, that's so like try. a hard running guy. Yeah, if, yeah that's, look, that's, look, that's, if Elijah Mitchell was in this draft class, would, would someone spend a second a on him? They'd get a fourth for Elijah Mitchell right now. Like, why wouldn't they? But oh easily. But they might like if Elijah Mitchell was in this draft that. class, he might get drafted at like you know, 60. All right, I need to go to bed. I can't argue this anymore. Uh, thank you it's to
0: uh, Hassan and Blair uh, tuning in. We will g- keep you guys posted on how our hey FPG Hassan Kyle
2: mm-hmm. Kylan Hill went in the seventh round. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Um, J- <laughs> Justin Herbert. Uh, no, I don't Herbert. Or Justin Herbert's younger brother went in the seventh as well.
0: There you go. Uh, Hassan, Blair, Any uh, any plugs for you guys?
2: Javian Hawkins was undrafted. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, he was well, the that guy who was over You can't just Pattinson, put anyone yeah. back there. <laughs> Maybe not anyone.
0: All right, Hassan, you're not gonna plug anything.
1: Um, read bad stuff on NBC Sports Edge and read uh, streaming Signals. be uh, subscribe to the Substack. Subscribe to the Ship Chasing. That should about cover it, right?
0: Check out Blair's stuff. Check out check out Blair's
1: stuff on on on. And yeah, I'm, I'm on a music Sports Edge. Please read all that.
0: There you guys go. Also, uh, Sam uh stat chasing went up yesterday. Check out that. That's up on the podcast feed as well as the YouTube channel. We will see you guys back next week. Good luck in your week 14 league championships. Hopefully, all of your houses are in order before weeks 15 through 17. We'll see you guys next week.